So I'm tr- I've been trying to raise my energy level over the last the last little little while here. Without coffee. Yeah, that's what the beer's for. <laughs> that makes you sense. do caffeine for the first half of the day, and then like alcohol for the second half of the day, and like I feel perfectly healthy. God, I've been doing that backwards at all, all times. Week. Yeah, booze then coffee. Yeah. Or is it like every so often, my co- my coffee like runs into my booze. I just put Corona in my latte. Sometimes I run out of time. I don't know how I feel about that. Karate. <laughs> So I have, a tan belt. <laughs> I have I have exciting news that I'm going to share with the world. Pants. I I actually today ran my last in-home service call. Oh yeah, you started a new job. That I'm ever going to work. Finally work in the corner like maybe, I always wanted. May, maybe not maybe not ever. So now I'm an, I'm unemployed as shit <laughs> for 7 days. <laughs> yes. And it feels great. <laughs> That's 7 days you. of unemployment. That's like two hundred bucks, bro. Right? Two fifty, if you're lucky. Yeah, and I might, I might see it in like eight months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll get it next if year. I file for it now. <laughs> I'll just come out of your taxes. <laughs> we'll just take it all by the end of the year. So we got a lot to do today. We do. Well, we got quite a bit to do. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this flows. We'll see how this flows. We got some, we got some stuff for later, and you know, some stuff from now, and some, some things to talk about. So I guess uh, first we will do this. Heavy metal headlines. You want to go? Or you want me to go? I'll go. Fine. After you. Sweet. <laughs> All right. See, now I'm not prepared. All right. So I I, uh, I ran into a couple of these articles. Um, my uh, the my favorite social media platform in the world, Twitter. Oh, the tweeter. The twi- the 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 Twitter monster. I like I like to call a, it. I got a bird feeder. Does that count? It's um. So what I, what I like about Twitter is like when like actual real celebrity type people go on Twitter and make comments about other real celebrity type people, and then thousands of people like start retweeting, and then it turns into like a thing. The so there is a festival that Deftones have curated. Second year. S- second year of this festival, the Dia de los Deftones. So it's the Spanish Deftones. Oh, it's like the Dia de los Muertos. He said he said it way better than I did. I was, well, I, 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 Spanish. Yeah, the way I said it made it sound like I was making fun of it. <laughs> um, so, the controversy that's that stemmed from this is uh, lead vocalist Jamie Jasta of Justa. Hatebreed uh, decided to take to Twitter after he found that he saw the lineup for said festival. Um, so there's this band. They're called Churches. The with view is with a V. They are a <laughs> pop synth trio. Churches. Yeah, I, I mean, I assume they pronounce it churches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't imagine. It's not weird. So, um, but when you're drunk, you'd be like, I'm just for the... Are so, they German? <laughs> I, guess they're, yeah. I guess they're playing the same stage as Goji- uh, Gojira. 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 But 
churches is headlining and not Gojira. Weird. Which is weird. So they have their they're after. Now, is there a seniority thing? Like I know Gojira's been around, but I know Churches has been so. around a while too, no? I, think, I don't think her no. churches is old. Okay, I don't no, know. No, they're relatively new. They're like five, six years yeah. old. Okay. Yeah, I think the I think They're like eighteen year old children right now. No. Yeah, they they just did like a, a Compared hit to song with uh, Marshmallow, that guy that's blowing yeah. up right now. He's like the the next uh, Skrillex or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and he's so, like doing so uh So Jasta took to Twitter and I will read verbatim. Who is Churches with a V, and why the fuck are they playing over Go- Gojira? Get the fuck out of here. You actually typed it like that. Have you ever heard the heaviest matter in the universe? You're going to get embarrassed off the stage. LOL. No offense. God, the mus- music industry sucks sometimes. And then Justa, 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 yep. added. Update. <clears throat> Google Churches with a V. They gotta be huge. They did a song with a guy with a marshmallow mask, and people love it. Good for them. That song has 223 million plays right now. Just on Spotify. Just on Spotify. I mean, think about it. Could it be the marshmallow guy bringing it in, too? I mean, sometimes it's either way. You got got two two incomes of of fans, so, I mean, you're always going to get something out of collab. So, that's, that's, I don't know. Uh, I pulled a couple things from it, from from what I did research-wise. I never even... Like, I'd heard some of those Church's songs, but I didn't know, like... I've, heard, I've seen the band. I've seen the name. You, like, hear it, like, on the radio and stuff, right. like, on occasion. So, but to bring right. this full circle, the uh, this this festival that um, started last year, this being the second second annual of this, had two rap artists yeah. as yeah. the headliners right, yeah. last year. Um, I <laughs> had it right in front of me. It was... I'm not going to waste time thinking about it. I'll, I'll, I'll come well, up later. But they had two rap artists. And you know what? People took, like, fans did, like, the same exact thing. They got on Twitter. It's like, why the fuck is... Right. Well, look at the Blink-182 and the freaking... Lil Wayne and yeah, all that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so apparently, like, it's a thing. So, Lauren Mayberry, who is the uh, lead singer for Churches, with a V, uh, retweeted Josta with her rebuttal. And I'll read again verbatim. Deftones curated the lineup. So I don't know how that speaks to problems with the music industry. Uh, I think it's important and powerful that they promote the idea of a diverse community and try to bridge gaps instead of being guided by limiting antiquated ideas about genre. And then she went on to say, just to kind of, you know, you know keep, keep sticking it a little <laughs> bit. Um, I actually saw Gojira in Glasgow last year or years ago, and I've seen Deftones three times, so I was excited when we got asked to be on the bill. Just because someone plays or listens to pop music doesn't mean that they don't understand or appreciate other things. So uh, Jamie's uh, hate for the, uh, for, the, for the world of non-heavy. I think he's just mad that he's not in the lineup. <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> Which is funny because I want to bring up Gojira a little bit because I think when we did like our Hall of Fame episode a few months back, uh, Gojira was rated like heavily, like almost like a seventy percent higher than everyone else for best live performance. So it's surprising that they're putting kind of like. I don't well, know. so is it a local thing? Could no, be. No. Like, are they closer to the? I don't know. I'm just. So, I'm, I'm trying to. I, I read the article, and I, I it was read, Future and Doja Cat. Yeah, I'm sorry, what? <clears throat> Future and rappers. Doja Cat were the rappers from last oh, year. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought we were year. doing a spell. I got nervous. <laughs> so, I, I did a bunch of research because I don't like. I, I don't like just getting all my info from one spot. Right. You know, I just kind of 
try to try to reach out all over the place, just try to dig up what I can and do some very very bogus half-hearted journalism. Uh, but I uh, like the rest of the world. <coughs> yeah, I should get a job at CNN. <laughs> I mean, you can um, be a fox. So, fine. Yeah, I um, I did a, a little bit of research on it, and from what I understand, I mean, if I if I was Deftones, if I was getting a festival together for the second year in a row, and I had a, a diverse playlist, if you will, or set list of all these different people that are going to show up, like I, I'd want to continue that trend first of all, because. You're going to have different circles of all these different people coming together and just listening to music. Sure. How many people can you think of that, that don't only listen to one genre of music? You know what I mean? And uh, so when it comes to like the all these people coming together and everything, I understand why they do it. And I kind of think he's, he's kind of taking the wrong approach to this, and especially because if you look at a lot of her responses, she's actually kind of morphed this conversation into something else. And like she, she oh, it's gone like mad. Mm-hmm. Like she was kind of like, look. This no, is, this know. is like, but so I, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not taking sides in this at all. I'm just totally outside perspective. This is starting things like <clears throat> it's sparking headlines like Hatebreed's Jamie Justa uh, tweets about churches prove male metal elitism is yeah. alive and kicking. Yeah, this is right. what this does. So so this is not this is not no. a battle you're gonna win. Like no. you just you just lit a fire under your own. Like you just burned your own right. set. And I get it, like, you're trying to help your bros out, maybe, but when you look at... Now, again, uh, not taking sides here, but if I'm, to, if I'm supposed to look at this objectively, and I see that Churches and Marshmallow have sold 300 million records or whatever the heck they've sold in the last two years, yeah. something crazy and astronomical, and they're still climbing right now to this day, i would be like, oh, heck yeah, let me, get them on my, right. let me get them on my set list. And they're like, oh... Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Gojiri, oh, they're awesome. We love those guys. They haven't really put anything out in a little while. It's gone that high, but they're still really good. We right. still want them there. Like, the fact that people are still getting invited to this party mm-hmm. and complaining about it is, Sometimes like... Sometimes it's a numbers thing, too. Like, <laughs> so, like, you know... I just did the song. math on 223 million Spotify plays. That's 156 mm-hmm. grand they made off of that song. Right. In royalties. Mm-hmm. Right, that's pretty good, and that's yeah, from no. and that's from one app. You know how many apps yeah, right, they're exactly, on. Yeah. You know how many other like, sure. and then not to mention all the label kickbacks and everything. Like, uh, I'm not down in anybody, but the the truth is whether or not he likes it from an objective standpoint, they've sold more records. They have a bigger fan base mm-hmm. than well, than and Hatebreed. Unfortunately, no. and like I'm not. It, it just is what it is. If I was the if I was the Deftones and I was getting together, I would I would have done the same exact thing. Right. But now he's just kind of, I think he made it personal, and then when he puts, like, no offense in it, it's kind of like, yeah, well, hey, I'm going to spit on your face, you know, and then, oh, we, I didn't mean it. We've actually <laughs> recently done an episode where we kind of talked about, like, the uh, how accepting metal fans are, like, compared to, like, other genres, like, whether it be, like, because, like, you know, metal always has, like, like, one, we're a niche genre, we understand that, like, you know, only, like, 5% of 5% of us, like, really like what, <laughs> like, really like this stuff, but... Like, as far as, like, acceptance towards, like, other music. So then something like this happens, and now they right. kind of, like, backtracks. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, all those heavy yeah, exactly. metal guys. I mean, if it's, not, if it's not a bunch of growling and screaming and people who can't play their instruments and they're not happy, it's like, um... Yeah. You got, but, so there's a line between, like, in, like, a personal like for something and then a respect for something. Those mm-hmm. are two different things that people don't seem to understand. Like, that, like... Yeah, man, I mean, if you don't like the act playing, it's a freaking festival. Just go to the bathroom. Like, Perfect I mean, time. unfortunately, we live in a society. I'm avoiding the <laughs> politic yeah. portion of this, but we live in a society where people find stuff offensive and then they're just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's like, well, just don't listen to it. 
You're not yeah. there. You don't have to be there. You can do other things. You can avoid it. <laughs> avoid the experience. Walk, Walk away. Just go away. Yeah. Like You don't have to be here. Huh? Like, no, I, I have to stand right here. I'm entitled to it. <laughs> I mean, that's on you then. Just walking by my neighbor's house, and I heard some garage band techno. <laughs> so I called the cops. And I'm actually, like, trying, wait, what? I'm actually trying to, uh, like, use my memory glands a little bit. Like, what was the band that we actually talked to that they said they actually loved, love when they gone up, get on a bill where it's all kinds of different stuff. Like, you get one death act and one rock act and one thrash act and, like, all these Justin people. Loves that. Justin loves Justin that Was it Justin? Yeah. Is, that, is that the because one he was... when, okay. when you gave him his, like... His dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the dream yeah. tour. The yeah, dream the tour. dream he tour. Had, like, comedians on there. Yeah, like, everything. Like, Kill Switch and Matchbox 20 and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Bill Ice and... Yeah. No, I think, uh... It, it kind of, like, it's rough, too, because, like you said, like, the, the music establishment, if you will, kind of kind of treats metal music like the red-headed stepchild you Usually. know like we're not not we we're, we're, like metal people are not <laughs> invited to to like you know all these award shows and all these other things and there's no real recognition for it it's pretty it's pretty much forcibly still underground <laughs> and there's so many of these other bands that are coming up because there's like metal is just such a huge aspect and genre of music and there's so many people trying to contribute to it but there's none of the accolades. It's like there's no, there's no like bridge to, to bridge the gap between yeah. them and the establishment to get them there. So then when you have people from that same group of people that are now throwing rocks at right. people that are more successful than them, it kind of paints a certain picture. Yeah, like, you just look it bad. seems a little bit jealous. It seems a little bit up like... Maybe you're a little too upset right now. Who knows? You know, right. people get drunk or have a couple beers and get on the tweeter and they start throwing stuff out there and maybe they regret it in the morning and maybe he's thinking like, well, it's too late now. Can't back down, you know, but like, <laughs> like, bro, it's just, it's not the best approach to take <laughs> no. when there are so many people trying to bridge this gap. And that's why you see these festivals <laughs> like this. That's why you see Lincoln Park and, and Blink-182 and all these other people like trying to bring all these other right. crowds of people together because odds are if you like... These bands, there's certain things that overlap. Whether or not you mm -hmm. like or acknowledge them, there's certain things that overlap with all these other bands. And it's funny, like I brought this up before, and, and I was listening to an interview with uh, Treyu before their last album actually came out. And the, the three of them, um, like the, one of the questions was like, oh, what, what music are you listening to at the moment? Like, what, what albums are And like, one of them was like, oh, yeah, the Jonas Brothers new album. Someone <laughs> said like the new, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Like, you yeah. know, like these people who play like the heaviest shit. They listen to like fucking like you know the Peppa Pig soundtrack like you know <laughs> like it's, it's it's amazing like you don't realize how the, the metal people don't just listen to metal a lot of the time I think because they play it so much and it's so like they have to like bridge themselves elsewhere that's my guess I don't know have you guys heard the Mickey Mouse cover band <laughs> like what yeah, like, the Miscary the, Mouse Tool <laughs> the, the Caillou cover band oh, now fuck that kid he can go fuck himself he's a whiny bitch oh man I'm so glad I've never seen that show you, you don't want her I'm not going he does to. not have cancer you it, don't feel bad for me just an annoying prick. oh lord no I I feel bad cause like I think it's hard enough for bands anyway even like even successful bands you, you, how many how many one hit wonder bands have you ever heard of you know all the people that, like, just about all, everything that came from 1994 right. to 2004. And I've brought right. this up before. I watched on VH1. They had a top 100 songs of the 90s, all fucking <laughs> one-hit wonders. Yeah. I'm like, that's their only song. That's right. their only song. I still that's actually want to do an song. episode to make fun of, or not make fun, but like spotlight some of the best. Yeah. Greatest song ever. Rest of the stuff, crap. Yeah. 
Well, it's like even, I mean, a couple of them were like two hit wonders too, but it was like the, still the same album. So it's I still the same I still, song. Yeah, I still <laughs> consider it. Well, no, I, all right. I'm not throwing shade here, but like Crossfade came and went. Yep. Uh, Smile, Smile Empty Soul came and went. Bottle. Bottom, uh, bottle. You know, bottle like, like Creed did like two albums and then after all that other stuff going on well, they, behind they the had scenes. That, they had that like, comeback, but I don't think did. anybody cared. No, uh, it was too late at that point. Yeah, it was Overcome like, was really good. Yeah, they sold, they sold like 40,000 of that over, full circle album Creed yeah, did. Circle. The problem yeah. is you can't go see him live because you're not sure if he's going to make it through the whole show. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, that's he's actually touring right now. He's he just back. played in Massachusetts he's, he's actually, as, he's, as Scott Stapp, and yeah. he's going back to like the old school. Like He actually sounds like... Yeah. Like old Creed, the new, uh, like the, the new singles, the yeah. Human Clay or the what was it? Because there was what was the one before uh, Human don't Clay? Remember off the top? Well, the of one head. with uh, one. Oh, that was the, my own prison. Yeah. So there was my own prison. Then there was Human Clay. Then there was Weathered. And yeah. those three, they were like, okay, so they there are three. They, I, we can't even call them one-hit wonders at this point. They just fall off. My point is, there's all these bands that make it, and then in the in the process of making it and doing it and doing all these tours and stuff. All this extracurricular stuff comes in and just ruins it. Right. And they, they can't they can't come back a from lot of, it. A lot of so, times. But when you have these bands that, that make it and then fall off, and they, and they fall hard when they usually do, it's like to make a comeback, that's like saying something. Mm-hmm. When you have these bands that are on the rise, and as they're rising, the people that may or may not have fallen off, I haven't checked in with Hatebreed recently other than these articles, but like if you're throwing rocks at these people and trying to trying to point them out and like call them out on stuff but you have no solid ground to stand right. on it just doesn't look good it for doesn't. anybody no. I, I feel agree. like this is a negative for that band yeah I don't feel like the Hey Burita Church's uh, co-headlining tour is going to be happening anytime I, soon uh, man. No. and then but especially in today's day and age and like I, I don't care what anybody's politics are like music is music man like if you can jam out like I'll go listen to you I don't care right. but now this conversation has morphed because all mm. these all these people that are followers of churches, and you got to think this is a five or six year old group, right? You poke the bear. Well, they're yeah, they're poking this progressive bear that's coming out with all these people that are all journalists and all these huge news lines and all these other things. There's all these people now that are pissed off and think, there's, okay, there's skinny jeans and weird haircuts mm-hmm. going right. crazy right now. Well, they're I and I don't like, even mean that like in a bad way. No, no I'm too fat Dude, to wear you, skinny yeah, jeans. I, exactly. <laughs> I tried exactly. once. I'm like, f- no. Yeah, I lose where my wiener is. I can't pee correctly. <laughs> this isn't flattering at all. No, I need to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like so. There's there's another band that comes to mind uh, that that I'll reference later on when it comes up. But there's just certain things that you shouldn't do when you're the, especially the front man of a band. If you're the front man, like you're <laughs> you're the one. Gonna, yeah, I can look at you. You're, should, the, you're the one that everybody looks at. We should lock them all. At. Every front man should get locked up. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, bro, like you you need like a process of like three managers to go through before you can post anything. Right. Is this okay? Because is this okay? Like, like is this court. okay? It's like okay. the president. He's gonna go to the Supreme Court. He's gonna yeah. go. Yeah. Two out of three. There's two out of two out of three. My guys said, "Do not tweet this." Yeah. Doing it anyway. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like if I if I was in a band, man, I'd be like, guys, like this is what I want to post. Everybody review it. Like, <laughs> like make your own edit. Everybody in the text sign message. it. Like sign yeah, it. Yeah. Like. Oh god, I'm so glad we don't manage our bands that way. It would oh, never man. get through. Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, I think you should word it this way. Well, I don't really agree with this. Uh, this is stupid. Like, what are you talking about? What are, are we practicing this Saturday or what? Sandwich? Get out of here. <laughs> don't even work here. So, are we ordering pizza or not? <laughs> no. I paid last time. I'm not paying this time. <laughs> 
the flyer said there'd be pie. I don't see any pie. <laughs> hey, uh, hey Jared. Be. Jared, I know it's a bad time, but can you get your cat out of my oven? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Not again. That actually reminded me of the story. I can't say that story, I can't say that story over the air, though. All right. Tell I me think, later. I think. Okay. Anyway, I think I think uh, I think he's in the wrong man. I think he mm-hmm. I think he just opened up a can of worms for him and his bandmates, mm-hmm. and I think they're gonna have to start uh, not necessarily backpedaling at this point because he kind of mm-hmm. owned it with the the two tweets and then the third one following up, and then it's kind of like just festering right now, and all these people are pissed off. So I feel like it's a monster, man. The Twitter, I yeah, like I don't I don't know, like it, it caught fire, and okay. like I don't know if they have the ability to put it out. I kind of feel like they're like riding the wave, you know. Like the house is already on fire. We're just gonna, gonna leave walk. and come back when the fire gonna, like, department's walk. done. You just like, gotta walk away and just do something else. Like here's like just just post kitten photos for like a week. And just like change, in there. like just change your name now. <laughs> just change the band name now. Remove like one member. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. rebrand. Uh, Not ha- saying who the member should be. Ha- but <laughs> uh, happy breed. <laughs> Bait heed. Accepted breed. <laughs> yeah. Acceptance. Dislike offspring. <laughs> or, you know, just go write another 73-second song about it and get it off your Pretty chest. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. How about our uh, fun-loving favorite punk band in the world? So, Green Day? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What? So, uh... Don't get me started on that, that conversation. That was... Jay's not here to defend himself. For, I can't. Uh... I cannot. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're missing a voice. Jay's not with yeah, us. Yeah, he should be with us next week. What do you mean? I'm here. <laughs> I'm what <never>. happened? <laughs> well, who took your... Never mind. He's here in spirit. Um, so, the uh, I believe the last uh, Warped Tour, correct? Uh, For now? Mm, or at least I don't think so. No, I am so sorry. Like I thought I actually read this article. I didn't realize I was the Warped Tour. Yeah, it's not. It is right now, but the last one... you talking about the last one they did? This year's edition of Warped Tour. Was it canceled? No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, it was this Warped Tour, this most recent one. It, I'm pretty sure it was the last one. Correct. Yeah, it was a, it's a one-off this year. Yeah. It's, it's a one. It was the 25th anniversary. It's correct, a one-off. Right. All the originals are supposed to come back. So, so, so right. Blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, so no effects obviously was was one of them. So, unfortunately, kind of. uh, their flight from Canada to California uh, for their headlining set uh, was actually canceled. So they had to take a uh, private plane to the gig. Um, so while the crowd was eagerly waiting. Uh, some bands, some 41, Thrice, uh, I believe Atreya was part of it, uh, Hyro the Hero, Youngblood, they all kind of jumped on and just kind of like... Uh, the lead singer from the starting line also, he uh, he got on with some 41 I believe the, yeah, so, yep, the starting yep. line, the rejects, yep. and actually some people from the crowd yeah. actually came and jumped <laughs> in. So um, actually, NoFX was posted on... Uh, Instagram, like, like, you're on a plane, like, still trying to get there. <laughs> on the way. Yeah, like, <clears throat> you know, like, so it was, it was kind of neat that, like, all these bands kind of just jumped on just to kind of have fun. And, I mean, the crowd loved it. Um, so, to start off, uh, Linoleum was played by Sum 41 with the starting line singer Kenny Vasoli. Uh, they did, uh, Sticking in My Eye. Um, I love so, that song. <laughs> Uh, members of Atreyu, which I believe was um, the both guitarist and the drummer, they did uh, Bob. That's fitting for them. And uh, I like Hydra that. the Hero, they actually, you know, he, they sang the vocals and whatnot. And uh, so actually they grabbed a few people from the crowd, like I was saying, for the bruise. Where actually, no effects, uh, Fat Mike actually finished the song with them. Like he showed up in time to finish it off. Yep. To play the rest of the tour. So there's actually a few videos up. Marcus will, will post the links and stuff. It's, it's, kind of, it's just fun. Like there's a uh, when they played linoleum, 
uh, Sum 41 is rocking it, and then like Brendan from Atreya would come in and like sing some of the vocals and like run out. Like they just they just had fun with it. And I think that's kind of neat that they kind of instead of just like waiting and waiting, they actually were like, you know what, let's do this. Let's have, you know. Yeah, I think it, I think it speaks volumes to all the other bands that were there. And I was thinking about it when I was reading it. I was like, how did they? Because if you if you go back, they didn't play any doubles. So like they must have reached out to them and be like, hey, what's your set list? And yeah, then like sure, all the bands sure. behind the scenes must have been like, all right, we'll do this. You guys do that one. You guys like. <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? You yeah, know this? pretty like, much. Like all working together to do it. But it's pretty um, cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty awesome. I've noticed that that recently there's been like a lot of collabs, a lot of like mixed inter. I don't know how to how to put it. Like bands have been like working together yeah. to help each other out. And like I've always I brought up the trivia multiple times because you had Jared Dines covering so Matt Heafy going on with the Twins. You had Jared Dines covering guitar, and you had Howard Jones coming in for a few songs. You had oh god, I always forget his name from uh, Avatar coming in to cover a few songs. Something I can't pronounce. Yeah, I'm, but it, but I'm it, it shows that, and and I always go back to Corey Taylor. When actually, me and Marcus went to see Slipknot a long time ago. Um, Corey Taylor brought up the fact that like the metal family, and they calls it that because they work like they're like a family. Like the metal people stick together because we're like the weirdos, we're the rejects <laughs> essentially, the redheads, and, and, like, stepchildren, exactly. So. <laughs> You know, we always come together. We help each other, and it shows with the band. You know, man, it's not like oh fuck those guys. Like they always work together. All the shows that me and Marcus play, we're always like good with everybody. Everybody's cool. Like we help each other out. Like that's just, it's it's almost like a family, and it's 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 amazing. And I feel like it's become more and more like a family, and people are realizing it. Like, hey, you need this. You need this. You need this. We're here. We got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's cool. It's cool to see that. You know what I mean? It's definitely cool to see the community come together, and and the fact that. They pretty much like covered for them, and then you got to think like, okay, they're late. They were the and their headline like they, everybody in the crowd stayed late too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that was an experience for them. And then on top of that, this is the last one they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was just a clutch show. It's an experience in, in general. Can you I imagine like, being in like that band lineup? Like you started doing that like 25 years ago, and like 25 years later, you're all back like playing this like killer festival. Right? That's got to be a hell of a party, it's dude. Got to be awesome. I uh, yeah, that they're all like going to bed early. Right. They're like, oh man, I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Have much. you seen my Jello? <laughs> <laughs> I only like the green one. I uh, I I didn't know how I felt about it because they put I, their teeth back in. They lose the punk voice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, like I didn't. Oh, so I was trying to figure <laughs> out. I was trying to figure out why No Effects was in Canada, but then. So in the process of they're not generally allowed in the states. Well, that's exactly yeah. that's what yeah, I found. So I was yeah. like, although I think that's gone away. Like I think that's actually been lifted in most parts. Well, I kind of think I kind of think, and well, I'm not trying. We to should tweet them. about it. We can get them yeah. rebanded. Yeah, I'm not trying to like speak any negativity on them or anything. But I kind of felt like this was their like last hurrah show. Like they needed to like to do this and like have this send off kind of with Warp Tour because mm-hmm. I mean I think I feel like that's kind of been their thing. Well the punk and Droplic will be alive and forever in Europe. Yeah. Cuz Europe they don't care. I just I just felt like like the fact that they even rebounded as much as they did from that whole situation that I won't get into. Yeah, we yeah. had an episode about that. <laughs> it was uh I was like wow, like I can't believe like like, uh, and despite actually... all of that, Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack podcast has voted them the best punk band in the world. <laughs> yeah, they actually won. <laughs> wow, <laughs> perfect. We have we have new blood. We gotta do another battle royale. Soon. We do. Oh, we're be gonna fun. take all your blood. <laughs> Promise. Yes. <laughs> You'll have no blood. Yeah. Jokes we, on we, you. I got the hiv. We fight. Oh. <laughs> we fight to the death. And Jokes on you. Me too. 
And whoever survives gets to host a show from now on. Can I bring my gun? <laughs> you can bring a panda. You okay. win. <laughs> go, go, gadget panda! You have a panda? <laughs> can I pet it? <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was cool. That That's a feel-good story compared yeah, to no, the first agreed. bummer yeah, story. Agreed. So we have a bummer and a feel-good. Yep. I like it. Be a, be a good band name. Is it main event Bummer time? and a feel-good. All right. It? Main event Let's start this chaos. Heavy metal over a six pack. Mid year review. Okay, we are recording now. We di we just digressed. I know you guys can't hear anything that we digressed, but we we just burnt like I think forty minutes. If you guys are uh, NFL fans, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't really watch soccer. Sorry. <laughs> soccer. All right. So what what we are doing today? So many, uh, many uh, a few episodes back, like probably like you know January-ish, we actually did the uh, the review for uh, 2019 upcoming. Yep. So what we decided to do today was actually kind of like take a look at 2019 so far, and where we're at, kind of deal. Where we're at, how things are rolling, and um, we got a couple of things like you know still up and coming. Um, I looked up a bunch of tour dates that I got gotta, a, a list of albums that are coming out. And so he's got a list of albums. I got a list of tour dates, and yeah, we're gonna rock and roll. So I don't know how I don't Am know. Around Robin. <laughs> no, yes. I'm okay. going to supplement. You don't supplement me. I'll not supplement twice. you. I mean, not ever since you took my rhino tranquilizer. Well, you know. <laughs> you not, not well, you want you you to start, start in the album ball game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So overall Definitely. feeling, like, if you, if you were going to, like, like, just, like, take everybody, just pile them up into a circle, like, if, um, like, A through F. If you were going to actually grade, like, like, what's been coming out this year. What, what, A through F, huh? Yeah. We're going to go school rules, huh? Or one through six, like our normal grading. Okay. Well, well. Speaking of school, why don't we, we do the cornbread thing? <laughs> the cornbread thing. The bald cupcake. Banana bread. <laughs> so, I mean, I can summarize like my opinion. Like, there's um, the, you know, there's still some really big releases that are coming out. Like, there's today, the obvious ones. Today, days. today alone has been <clears throat> an event. Yeah. <coughs> um. Really yes. It's not. I mean, I'll, I'm sure Dave will talk about a few of the things. That have come up, uh, but I, I will throw out to start uh, the Tool situation. So Tool is now officially on Spotify. Wait, wait, and other streaming. I mean, platforms. yes, but like, like Spotify the, was the big one, but right. they actually so like for the last like ten years. years, like everybody remembers the whole Metallica thing and Lars like being against right. streaming and this mm -hmm. whole like stand up. Like as long as that's been going on, Tool has been non-existent on every streaming platform right. you can imagine. Like, they just refused yep. to do it. And all these people were, a lot of people were taking it to Maynard. They're like, hey, why are you going so, up to Adam or whatever and, and targeting him for it? I had this conversation it. with the guy I work with because he's a, he's a big Tool fan. And, you know, I was telling him, I'm like, you know what? Maynard was, <coughs> this is all almost like, what's the word? Like, pre-thought out. Like, they knew that, like, well, we're going to have this huge, we haven't done an album in this long. Why don't we right before the album comes out, then we'll be on. Because people have been waiting for this album for, right. what, 15 years, yeah. probably? So, yeah. so now it's like, cool, we're going to put our stuff up. Streaming services, we're going to get, boom, like, people are going to be like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's listen to fucking Tool whenever we want now. And then this new album comes out. Like, I, you know, Maynard's not a stupid man. He's nope. a very smart individual. So you know this was well-planned. Well, what's funny mm -hmm. is that... Well-planned so or gave in? No, no, it no, was no, no. definitely well so planned. So here's, here's the thing, because a lot of people came after Maynard Fort, and they're like, hey, man, like, 
you can't like why 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 aren't you guys on these streaming platforms? Like you guys are you know you're coming. But well, they were coming specifically after him, and his response to everybody was, "You got the wrong tool." Like it's not him. Like he's not the one that's that's doing this and holding back. Like it's not it's not directly on him, you know, and. When it finally came time for them to get on these streaming platforms, he even took it one step further. They made profiles on all these streaming platforms and uploaded nothing. Yep. There's a few of them that just have nothing. Yeah, it's true. Like, hey, check out this album cover from 12 years ago. Tool is is very (laughs) well known for just fucking with people. Right. So the main one that I always find out is there was that situation with U2 where Mm. it just appeared on people's Mm. fucking iTunes. You know. So, okay. Yep. So... That was obnoxious, so man. On, Worst album I've ever heard in my life. So on Record Store Day. Never been so angry to have free music uploaded. Dude, I was, I, was, I was driving to Florida, and I had my playlist on. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like listening, and I'm like, I was like, wow, this radio station sucks. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's my iPod. Yep. <laughs> so it's funny, because on Record Store Day, Tool actually like removed some of the U2 records and actually put in like Tool records. In the YouTube, I'm sorry, YouTube, like sleeve. Yeah. So people who are like, oh, I'm gonna get the YouTube album, actually got Tool album, <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> but that's how they like to mess with people. Damn the man, yeah. save the empire. I mean, I mean, and, and honestly, I mean, Maynard's fucking busy. Like he's Super got Pussifer. He's got perfect circle. Uh, perfect circle. Yep. Like I mean, he he has stuff to do. It's not like Tool. Not just only like, that. Oh, He's got he's got a winery too. He does. I know we were talking about yes, Drew Bledsoe's winery. Really, that was right. that was off microphone. I'm sorry, folks. Yes. But yeah, no, he has his own. What I actually I thought was hilarious. Did you see his post about his winery? I did not. <laughs> All right. So a little side note here. Uh, I mean, you keep saying Maynard, and I'm saying Maynard. So I'm just gonna look Maine. So Maine, <laughs> right? Uh, found out that he, he's had this winery Keenan. for years, uh, and uh, he found out that. That his wine was, it made like a top 100 list of vegan wines. And so he, he wasn't expecting that. He didn't know that. And he's right. like, wait a minute. Like, you guys think, you guys think that this is a vegan wine? Like, I'm not about to take that as a label. That's not about to be my thing. So he went to Twitter and he posted a picture of him dipping bacon in every <laughs> single one of his Atta wine boy. batches. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> well, and, Score! And, like, you know, I mean, this is all just, like, like this show is that, like, this is all planned out. Like, right. it's not like, oh, it's just, no. Like, Maynard knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's I, think, not stupid. I think he's playing chess. I think he's been playing chess I with mean, his fan base. this is the same lead singer that, between these three bands, has a different persona. Yeah. Like, Pussifer, you don't see him. No, He'll, like, hide he's in, in the, the back. back. He'll hide in the back somewhere. Right. It's, you know what I mean? So, like... I thought Pussifer was the one that he was, like, out in the front. No, Perfect no. Circle, he's out in the front. Yeah. Okay, because I... No, no. And then, okay. obviously, I mean, Tool, obviously, he's well, out in the front, but he's got the different personas. The same idea. He's got, like, the bright gear, the pending. So, the thing that kicked it off was way back in the day when Tool had that, uh... Where was it? Was it the Family Values Tour? Is that where it was? It could have been. Where he was doing, like, those weird, like, contortions and stuff on stage while he was singing, and everyone's like, is this guy, like, methed out right now? Like... Like we're we're interested enough to like pursue his music strictly by the show he put on right here. But then he goes to Pussifer and he literally like wears like a, a combat helmet 
and just stays behind the band and doesn't even show his face the whole time. That's like weird. stays in the dark. Like <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. Like right. he's just a different character in everything he does, no, which I appreciate because I mean, no, totally he can compartmentalize it. Right. But but it's like, man, the the amount of of flack and crap that he gets because he's the front man for all these things. It's got. Like, he has to take it to a certain level where he's like, got to mess with people. It's not like, like fucking, you know, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. You watch any movie with him, and he plays the same fucking character. Yeah, he's a... Doesn't yeah. matter the movie. He's he a plays, method actor, yeah. He plays the same character. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this summer, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Great. Jason Statham, Fast yeah. Cars and Explosions. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to buy popcorn and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Kane's the, uh, the mayor of wherever now right fact. yeah uh was it kentucky something like that it was kentucky or That's kansas funny because like my, my my better half she was like she like showed me i'm like yeah well you understand that the terminator was the governor of california right yeah anything can happen well no i think okay so everybody's like oh he's, he's the mayor now and that's crazy no what's crazy is, is that this some parts unknown this <laughs> that's not a real place <laughs> this dude that's seven foot two <laughs> yeah, right. and 340 pounds before he was a professional wrestler was a preschool teacher was he really are you serious like i don't want that guy teaching my kid in preschool like most like those have got to be the fastest parent teacher conferences you've ever had in your life like get out <laughs> like you just right. show up and kane sitting across from you with the mask hey uh jason's been uh acting a little different and not sharing on the playground okay i'll work on that i'm sorry <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> works real well yeah intimidation He's like, wow, I'm a really good teacher. Like, no, bro, you're just scary. <laughs> scary as shit. He was in that horror movie. Didn't even have to wear makeup. Yeah, see no evil. Yeah. yeah. He just was terrifying yeah. as a person. Like, hey, you got a messed up pupil? You got to wear contacts for to cover up? Hey, come here. You're going to be in this movie. <laughs> you're going to be gross. <laughs> oh, perfect. For the next hour and a half. Well, that's what I think is funny. So it's like, oh, he puts the contact in when he's professional wrestling to make his eye messed up. I'm like, uh, no, he's actually, it's the other way he's around. He's actually broken and he has to be fixed. <laughs> so, uh, so talk about man being I, I, a smart man. I, I, We've been talking about the new Tool album <laughs> since freaking January. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's like probably what like and, and Grant three, Random on and that's probably you, like three percent as long as everybody else in the world has been and waiting. Grant on the next Random tool on Octane album. has been refer- referring to a new Tool album for the last three and years. Yeah. So and mind you, we had the friggin' Tool tribute band that we talked to a few months or last month, I believe, right? Last month. Yeah, it's like July. Roughly, June-ish. yeah. I, I don't, and and they I don't know. like so so Tool when they had their most recent tour. They played some of the new stuff. And these guys who play Tool, like, religiously, like, they were just like, it's fine. So, who knows? One of them's like, I don't think any of that's going to be on the new album. No. Which, which and, like, that this could be a it, thing as man. well. man. I feel like he's just playing chess with everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, who knows? Like, <sighs> I like all the, like, small, like, little references, though. Like, apparently, like, the release date's, like, literally 10,000 days. Yeah, like yeah, from yeah, literally like, from their last like, album. All, all of like and like all the just shit that's just like kind of compiled in like and it's like fucking mind mind trip, dude. Well, it's funny because I actually read an interview with Maynard James Keenan, and he was saying that like, like, dude, if I do it like like this tool album's been like wanted for so long, is like if I did another Pussifer album, I'd probably be hanged. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, I need to like. Do they this would blame like, the Pussifer album on yeah. the fact that yeah. Tool has not come out with a new yeah. album, right? Like, and, and they would fucking crucify yeah. it. Yeah, and, and it's like, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw but that, you that Joe to... Rogan interview or anything or any of that no. podcast stuff from Joe Rogan, but like, because so 
you know, I have read this. Everybody's curious, you know. Everybody's like, he's a character in and of himself, anyways. So you got to be careful. Like, hey, like, how's this conversation gonna go? Joe Rogan, and I don't remember exactly the terminology, so forgive me if I'm butchering this, but but Joe Rogan would, like ask him questions about the album and about like these personal things and like to actually like like break the wall of him of Mr. Keenan. Like we're gonna break it down. Every time he would ask a question that he didn't like, he'd be like, "Yeah, tsunami," and just stay silent. I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, wait, so is that like your safe? Is that your safe word? Or like, <laughs> like I don't know about it, tsunami. Tsunami. <laughs> like, hey man, you want to go get a pizza later? Tsunami. I don't think he wants a pizza. Yeah. Give him a hoagie. Maybe he just doesn't like that stuff. The sandwich in the so face. I think at the point, like, this album actually does break, but we'll have to, like, spend, like, a whole episode just breaking down. We will oh, definitely. Album. Because it's been so long, like, and... Like, we'll do... Like, obviously, we won't be able to play it because right. I'm not even going to write anybody for those rights because, <laughs> yeah. like, we'll probably disappear. But, yeah. um... Like, maybe we can do, like, live listens and live reactions, and, like, we can actually tell you guys, hey, play track one right now, we're going to start talking about it. That would actually kind of be, like, a neat experience. Like, yeah. you, can, you can have the tool experience through Heavy Metal over a six <laughs> Tool pack. experience. It's like a bad well, day. I think, so... We'll, I do, think, we'll do the commentary yeah. <laughs> over uh, the album. I think... this he, part here? That's it. I just think he caught on early that, like, he's like, wait a minute, this, this whole Enigma format thing is really working for me. Like, the mystery aspect of stuff is really getting people loopy, and it's making me more fans and then making more buzz, and people don't know what I'm doing. So, like, I feel like he just took that and ran with it. But then I feel like after a little while, like, because they had a couple albums, you know, that were, like, definitely not this far apart. (laughs) No. But he was like, wait a minute. He's like, you know what? I bet you we could still tour. It's the build-up I bet you we could still do all these things and, like, cash in at the perfect time. He's not an idiot, man. No. He's super he knows, smart. He knows, the he shit. knows like, exactly he's what he's doing. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to I'm going to do everything I want to do in in my lifestyle and take care of all my own individual goals mm-hmm. and then I'm going to appease the fans a little mm-hmm. bit. And then every couple years I'm just going to keep on keep yeah. on doing like I just feel like mm-hmm. you know, after my my concern is after they release this album. Like once this album's out, they're like, "All right, see you in twenty years." Like, wait, what? No, no, no. You know, you know, you know what my concern is because this is exactly what's going to happen. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the people out there are probably going to hate it, and that's like this. And it's going to get butchered. It's going to get like lambasted, and, and that's that's where Maynard has to like really like think about it. Like, this needs to be good. Like, I need to really put my shit into it because right. if I do something like one thing wrong. It's game over. Like I'm done. Like I, and that's... I feel like people are gonna be able to tell if he like just just threw it all together the night before the release, or if he's been working on it for this whole time. And I feel like because See, of that something like of this, speed, I can always go back to the Game of Thrones finale. Everybody fucking hated it. They made you wait two they've years. They've actually wait. think about redoing it. It's but actually, Fox is actually, or whoever was gonna be like HBO. Yeah, is actually thinking about it. No, no. But hang on. Leave it alone. And here's, here's, <laughs> here's the deal, though. This is this is the part of this industry that people don't like. Is that once they release it, it's out. The views are there. Right. They get paid regardless of whether or not you like it. Right. If you experience it and it sucks, okay, maybe that's the last Tool album. But guess what? We've gotten acclimated to not releasing one for the last 12 years. Right. So if you think it sucks, guess what? We're going to retire and we still got our money off yep. you. No, I mean, and we still did everything we needed win. to. And like, it, there's nothing. 
just a state of the media like right now like it just like everything it's like oh my like awful 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 like terrible 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 i feel like i feel like it's, it's cool like it's so it's, it's so cool like to be original. a hater now yeah right what the fuck are you supposed to do it's like oh it sounds like everything they ever put out oh man this is way far away from anything they've ever put out what wait. the fuck no. are you supposed to put yeah. out then what do you want right. me to sound like well, that, that's what uh uh who was it chester chester bennington said that right before he died he's like look like so we released Minutes to Midnight, and all these people are complaining that we only have like three songs that sound like our original albums, our first two albums. And he's like, so, so then we in the hunting party and all these other places, we go back to that. <laughs> like, like animal, and now people, Animal Kingdom, it's like mad heavy and screaming. Yeah, and, and now like, now people are complaining that it's too heavy, and yeah. it's like, well, what do you want? Like, you're not gonna be able to please everybody. You like, can't please everybody. You and literally me have to. From a culinary background, I have learned you cannot please everybody. Right. Well, you have you have to. I've been I've been in customer service for a long time. You can't please anybody. <laughs> no. Just forget There's about it. There's always one I, person. I have never walked into a home like to do customer service, like like home service, and thinking that I'm they're gonna walk away with me happy with my job. Nah, screw that. I'm I'm a I'm a totally different background. I got the military background, so everybody sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> so that's actually that was a sneak peek into the uh, future of 2019. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the passage in 2019. Yeah, let's talk about some yes, so some releases this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna give um I'm gonna give my overall view of what I, what I feel like have been coming out. So These, uh, a lot um, of stuff has come out. Yeah. Yes. So this is what's happening. You get a couple of bands that are like kind of like get back to like some roots and like put out something like really cool. You get a couple of bands that put out something completely off sometimes track. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. And. I'm not gonna re-review all the albums, obviously that we've, we've already talked, talked about. about. Like, like in I've flames, talked, we've talked about. You know, um, like soil work. In flames, which we really like. Soil mm -hmm. work, which we really like. Um, Papa Roach might have been 2018, uh, but I mean, you talk about. So I was actually going back, like over the uh, the list that we actually talked about, like um, Amon Amarth, which is one that I want to touch on. Yep. Uh, Bring me the horizon. Completely different direction. Yes. Yeah. Very, 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 very different. Um, I reviewed Children of Bodom. Children of Bodom, eh, kind of, kind of, you Meh. know, kind of a little wishy-washy. Like, mm -hmm. kind of just, it's there, it's cool, it's whatever. It is H what it is. They have an HQ. <laughs> Literally have an HQ. Which is pretty cool. Excuse it me. Doesn't everybody have hindquarters? I have one. Oh. I was born with one butt cheek. <laughs> I'm like a goat. I just have a hole and it just falls out. Meh. <laughs> I'm gonna start with a down. I'm gonna start with a downer. Then I want right. to talk about a couple of uppers, I? if okay. I could. Yeah, yeah. Um, Romstein. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Romstein was like people were very excited about the Romstein release, and they were very like I like I understand I understand what Romstein is. I understand the, like we don't get Romstein in the states. Romstein isn't allowed in the no. states. They, should, we, they, should we talk about the news story then? Yeah. Since you're gonna talk about Romstein. If, if it if it if it we corroborates, can. you have to do it. You have wanna, to talk I, about the whole We'll picture. make it. We'll make it quick. I mean, because we, we've already digressed six and a half times. Is this the uh, Russian thing? Yes. Okay. So uh, just want to make uh, sure Putin I knew what you're talking. Has released the whole like homo like they can't like legal to be gay. Yeah. Pretty much, for like a better term. So Ramstein, being Ramstein, the that. Okay. guitarist actually kissed on stage. Yep, they gave it up. Pretty much is like a big fuck you to Russia. Like pretty much like if we're like about a term. You know what? They got balls with doing that because that's one of those countries they that you can you can literally right. get not leave that yeah. country. Yeah. <laughs> look at look at the lead singer of fucking Look um, at the Olympic team. Yeah. But that, yes. Yeah. Has anybody, has, has anybody yeah. seen any of them since yeah, they got right. they, they removed from the I'm just well, saying. Well, look at the Czech Republic when you had Lamb of God 
Yep. When he pushed that that guy off the stage, he was in prison in the Czech Republic for like a few months. Right. He that was like knock. seven years later too. Yeah. Like he well, could like, like knock you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think it's I think it's tough for people to understand though. Anyway, because like <laughs> you don't understand like these different countries, it's a whole different world. It's not out like there. America. We it's can not be like, the same. Oh, like, like no, like okay, they're like if somebody drops a wallet full of like thousands of dollars of cash in the middle of Japan in the street, no one touches it. Mm-hmm. It'll be there for the next, like, three days until they, you claim it and know, find it. They know better. If you touch that wallet and you're labeled a thief, they'll cut your fucking hands off yeah, in front no, of everybody. Like, it's, that's it. It's like, not like America you're done. where there's, like, like there's no, no like, different. there's no leniency here. Like, we don't tolerate that kind of <laughs> yeah, behavior. No. Like, that's like, why we talked adapt. about when As I Lay Dying came back on tour. It's like, they right. went to Russia. It's like, what'd you do? You tried to kill your what? <laughs> you're fine. Come, Come on back. in, buddy. Come back. Yeah. I just think Austrian uh, death like, machine. People don't understand like the differences of the world. Like you know, you have all these people in America. Like, oh, what's the problem? Like, it's their own country. They can make whatever legislation they want against the gays. And then you're gonna have like all these other people. Like, no, like we're actually gonna stand up to this. And they're like, oh yeah, that's okay, whatever. Yeah, from over here, you have yeah, no idea what they're here. actually standing like, up if for. If you go over, over there. there, you're dead, right? Like you understand. Like, <laughs> like they literally like step van. outside the the tor- tor- protection of the shield. Armored. Yeah. Torvan yeah. hopefully armored. Pretty much like automatic anyway. weapons. Anyway, Ramstein. Uh so a lot of excitement around the around the album. I um I remember um, let me pull it up really quick so I'm actually I happened making... to be in uh, Nantucket when this came out and a uh, kid that we were working with actually was like super in the Ramstein. So he was actually playing a lot. I've heard mixed reviews about it. So uh and I'm going to pronounce Myself, this wrong. I have not. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Dutchland. Deutschland, thank you. Yep, like doily, but without the doyle. <laughs> no, the, so the only reason I know that is because I served with a guy who was in Germany for the longest time, and he... Uh, it's going to be so fun my having like, all of my pronunciations correct. My sorry. GM is German. No, he... You don't have to be sorry. This potatoes is great. at me constantly. So we're, all his, about, we're all about accuracy here. His, mm-hmm. his squad leader made like a couple hundred thousand dollars after uh, Germany decided to move away from the Deutschmark, which was their form of currency, uh-huh. and they moved to the Euro. And when they did that, he bought like four properties overnight. And they're like, why would you do that? And then he sold them all for equivalent euro and made like Way millions of dollars yep. in the military. Smart. So every time people are like, oh, the Deutschland. I'm like, yes, I know what that means. <laughs> I understand. The currency. Deutschmark, yes. So the excitement that was actually wrapped around like this album, like I, like I said, Rammstein cult following. Epic few live years, show. Years, I would right? probably give yeah. a nut to go actually go see Which it like correct. a Rammstein show. They were actually show. banned from the U.S. for the oh, they're, they're, because they're, of the yeah they're gone. Tech- they're, yeah, done. Yeah. they're done. Because of the pyrotechnics. Because they won't they won't tune down their show, and the U.S. is like, he has well, a we're cock not having it. That fires In fact, I think I want to say semen. I'm not going to Google the fact. I won't Google the facts on this. Like you guys can email and correct me if you want. I want to say it's around 2001, 2002 was the last time Rammstein played in well, the United that, States. That Great Shark show. I'm sorry, Great White. Great White, show. yeah, that started the fire, yeah, that killed the pyro like thirty yeah, 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 they're they're all they're we're all not about the fire anymore. Well, the manager, Which I think, it's the, a good thing the Extreme well, Steel store. He locked store. the doors. He closed the door. I'm it's, pretty sure the manager long. served the longest term in. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure he went to prison because that was a bad situation. Because he he decided to set up the pyrotechnics and, and order the them, doors. and then he locked and the doors and wouldn't let anyone leave. Yeah, so. Anyway. So, cult following, you know, I, I understand, like, in, like I said, like, my previous statement, I would, I would give a nut to go overseas and actually see a Rammstein, like, headliner show. It's important to note at this point in time that one male testicle in today's 
black market economy is Very the equivalent good. of $36,000. You can make good money if you what? throw your seed like yeah. that. Yeah. So be careful what you say about giving your left. That's literally thirty-six grand you are giving up. You only need one to really make a baby. And if you don't need to make a baby, wait, wait, you're wait. good. So I could, I'm like, I got like 72000 bucks in my balls right now? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. If you think about it, everybody is a $1 million you're telling me this walking as a, I'm about person. to be unemployed for a week, and you're telling me this now? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can make irrational decisions. <laughs> um, here's my balls. Okay, so Check here's the thing. brand new Dodge so, Ram I got. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this, is, this is what we know like about Romstein. Romstein is not overly technical by any means. They're very, they get that uh, just they get that cool that right touch of electronica. His voice is awesome. Like Too he's awesome. he's yeah. he's a cool dude. I I mean I like Too he's. Yeah, <laughs> you like that, right? That was good. <laughs> I didn't find anything special about this album. Like it, it was like it's like okay, it's kind of mellow. I'm it's kind of. I'm not one of the Ramstein followers. Like I enjoy yeah. like the heaviness of it, but. I mean, I, I think I'm more excited really about like, like their live. I just want to see them like like shit on and fire. And I think that's that's a big uh, card they play. Like their live show is what really makes them right. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a couple of bands that are that are notorious for that. Like mm -hmm. that's the reason they're notorious. Like exactly. Nobody. Okay. Nobody <laughs> knew about Slipknot because of their music when they first came on the scene. But they had nine people on stage. They had nine no. people <laughs> I remember in crazy serial Loka killer Bazooka, masks. 19, 1999 at Green and Hill like Park in Worcester. A buddy of mine's yeah. like, dude, we gotta check out this band, Slipknot. Like, okay, there's like a lot of shit going on. How are you gonna know? You're gonna know that when it's them. Right. There's like 20 of them. Yeah. Right. Not because really. There's nine. There's, there's but that's like the equivalent like of 20. 20. It feels like 20. <laughs> At least everybody was a four-piece. Right. Everybody <laughs> was a four-piece back then. Yeah. So like when nine people come up and they're all in fucking like, jumpsuit, jumpsuits and masks, you're like, what the fuck is yep. that? Except for Chevelle. Three brothers. <laughs> Three brothers. Two brothers. <laughs> oh, sorry. And one Indian guy. There was, no <laughs> was no Chevelle back then. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like everybody, people got blown up because they got were all notorious their for too. something. Like they like... Some of these like people that you hear about nowadays, like they're still big, but it's because when they came onto the scene, they like had the balls to be a little bit different and push the envelope a little bit and be like, "Hey, this is who we are." Not only that, but this is who we're gonna be for the rest of our existence. And they mm -hmm. kept running with it. All these other bands that try to flip flop and go back and forth, and all these other performing artists and stuff. That's why you see them fall off because nobody wants to see like, "Oh wow, there's there's an artistic side to." This this guy who just ripped off a cow's head on stage. Like, like I don't want to see that. I want to see the cow's head every time I show <laughs> up. Yes. Like, <laughs> right, so I feel like I should just keep going. I'll do my two uppers, mm -hmm. and then we'll, I'll let you spiel, and then yeah. we'll go we'll go future. So I want to talk about two uppers that I haven't actually talked about in previous episodes. There was there was two albums that have come out in uh, in uh, 2019 that you know, honestly I kind of overlooked, but I want to talk about the Whitechapel album. There's a clean song on there. Yeah, it came out. Clean when you like. Uh, the Valley. Okay. The album's called The, the Valley. Valley. The album oh, is the called album. The Valley. The song, the called, song uh, is called Hickory Creek. Yes. So I heard Hickory Creek on um, satellite radio while I was uh, driving up and down the coast. And the first, thing, the first thing I did, <laughs> the first thing I did was swerve into the, the left high speed lane. <laughs> like an asshole. And then texted like my, my co-host Anthony, dude, hell froze over. Whitechapel came out with a clean mm -hmm. song. So then we spoke with the dudes from Autumn's Funeral. And one of that one of those guys That's is a big, like a, a like a huge white cha white, chapel, white chapel guy, and like he actually kind of explained this to me. It's like yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like these guys are like actually like writing their shit, man. They're like putting their lyrics out. He's actually showing that he has talent, mm -hmm. and like he brought up that 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 point. It's like you know to be a good screamer, you have to be a good singer. 
Well, uh, and, and actually to respond to his comment, like I brought up the Lamb of God album, the most recent one. There's yes. A few, there's a few clean vocals thrown into that as well. So Hickory Creek is like a thing of its own. It's actually, it's a pretty cool song. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 yeah. it's, a, it's a groovy tune. I'm going to call it groovy. And like in my, my definition of groovy. But when you actually like get into like the, the rest of the album, the rest of the album fucking kills. Like it's not overproduced. It's not underproduced. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's clean. It's got a good flow. It's got some interesting like little writing techniques. Like Whitechapel's in, man. Like this is a great album. Like, I mean, like their lead singer is very talented. Honestly, and from a drummer's point of view, the drummer is extremely talented. Yeah, I think I was I was a little bit shocked by uh, by Hickory Creek, but well, I think the problem was like that was the first thing I heard, and like it was like all of a sudden like okay, it's so, like the, like I'm like literally listening to like Octane or Liquid Metal or something like Hickory Creek yeah. starts and I look down and I see Whitechapel Hickory Creek. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Well, I said well, the same thing <laughs> about Born of Osiris. I actually pointed out to you, their like big song was like weirdly. Clean, but I, but like, I think oh. that's the point, though. Like, they, you get to a certain point where, like, in a band especially, like, you have to kind of, you got to push the envelope. You can only do the same you have thing to break so many times. A little bit. Like, they, when, and of course, that's the, the first thing they put out there. Like, they're going to be like, hey, guys, guess what? We're a little bit different than what you think we mm-hmm. are. And you by the way, you have to we're going to be clean the whole way through. Like, you're going to be wait. You're gonna be itching. You're gonna be begging for that breakdown where we scream our heads off. But mm-hmm. guess what? It's not coming. Right. We're gonna tease the. It's just like this. It's just like we said with Tool. They're gonna tease the crap out of you. They're gonna bring you back into it. Anybody who's been in a short-term relationship can verify. <laughs> if you, I don't if you get talk teased, about I played the fifth. It's, it's gonna be a little bit more memorable than if you don't. Now I know Just a lot saying. of I know a lot of the main public probably did not overlook this album, but this is another album that I actually overlooked. Kind of a not necessarily a Binky, but like a like a band that I've been a, like a, a really big fan of. Amonomarth came out with Berserker this year, and are you good with the Viking metal? It's solid. It's they've it, always been pretty. It's classic. I'm on a Marth. So if you want to like, it's like you know, what? I want I want something to like they they've done like, like I want something that sounds like things that they've done in the past. Yeah, they got that, oh, but yeah. it's still awesome. It's still epic. It's very it? epic. And the guitar, the, the the Celtic Viking dark death mm-hmm. doom, whatever you want to call it. Uh, not so much. Maybe death. Maybe a little. Man, they got a little mm, bit of everything. Smidge. But Berserker, great album. It's actually it's actually it's a. I, I I did a lot of listening at Berserker today. It's a good, it's actually a good album start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like you can, I don't if the folks want the hook. I don't know where you're gonna find your hooks in this, but if you want like there's some, a few that some, have a little bit of hook. They're it, a little catchy. Like they've definitely gone more in the catchy. If realm you want like album. an instrumental, just like glory fest. This is something I play Dynasty Warriors too. Okay. Personally. This is something like I'll come play air guitar down and pretend like I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. I'm the best. Luigi, number one. <laughs> it's ah, Luigi, you. it's a Luigi. Let me suck up some ghost. All right, so that's a downer and a couple positives. Okay. Go ahead. Well, all, have, all from I, 2019, correct? Correct. Right. I have a downer <laughs> and two positives. Yeah. We'll start low. You sing low. Mm-hmm. I sing high. <laughs> 
Doesn't this sound fucking amazing? So, I've been a Volbeat fan for quite a long time. Mm. I, I've always enjoyed Volbeat. I have no problem with them. The last album kind of branched out a little bit, but they've always been consistent. They've always been very consistent. So this this new album came out. Uh, so mm. I believe Rewind, Replay, Rebound, which actually came out today. This is the first day it's actually been released. So, I don't know how to play it. So, there's one of those things, like, Volbeat's one of the, like I said, been consistent. But there's, there's a time when you can be consistent, but you've become repetitive? I can't, I can't get behind the song. It's called Pelvis on Fire. Eh. No, but. So, <laughs> I love his voice. His voice is great. But. You know, it's funny you say that, because, like, so many people hate. Well, the, it makes them unique. It makes them Volbeat. Like, and that's, that's the big thing. So, the thing with this album, and honestly, parts of the, the last album, is I can pick out guitar riffs that are from previous albums. Like, it's almost like they've like, oh, well, that worked. Let's do that again. And, like, the Bliss from the last album it was the same thing as Lola Montez. It's the exact same song. And I can promise you, like, the riffs are very similar. I play a little guitar. Not a regular size guitar. <laughs> like a little tiny guitar. <laughs> like a it's ukulele. Just, it's only three strings. Ding -a -ding -a -ding -a. <laughs> so... With and a whammy bar. I've I've run through this album twice <laughs> today. And, yeah, no, well it came out today. And I I I don't know. I can't get behind it. So, I don't know. I just I I don't know. It's I, okay. It's okay. I was racking my brain today, right? Because I, I so I, I reached out and I tried to I tried to figure out all these all these different things that I wanted to listen to and experience, be like, okay, like today's a release. Today was a release day for a lot of things, and then on top of that, we've had we've had a pretty productive week, you know, in in regard to all these artists releasing mm -hmm. stuff. So I listened to this, and I told you guys a little bit about my background anyway. But I grew up listening to Boston mm -hmm. and the Outfield, and all, and I feel like they literally just took songs from that it's era. This sounds yeah. like Boston. Agreed. If you I put agree. contemporary lyrics to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to throw shade. Last Some people love that the, stuff. Last Day Under the Sun is, I, is so mainstream. When I, I don't want to use What's the that name word? of the song? Last Day Under the Sun. When I specifically listened to this song, I was like, why does this sound like Boston? Why does it sound like I should be driving my, like, 82 Mustang windows right. down by the beach and, and jamming out to this with a mullet. Like, why do Mind I feel you, like this right now? They have a song called Parasite, which is real cool, but it's only 40 seconds long. 38. Like, well, according to this, 40. But you're probably right. Spotify so, says 38. Every single every <laughs> okay, single fine. artist, no matter who the artist is, I don't, I don't care what anybody says, and people knock other artists and other genres for it, every single person, you ready for this? They pander to their audience. That's right. what they do. So I feel like at some point in Volbeat's existence, they decided, hey, you know what? A lot of our audience is these like 40 to 50-year-old guys that came up in the 80s mm -hmm. and the 70s and the early 90s. And you know what? We're going to try to recreate that sound. And guess so what? We're going we're gonna to put something out there that, that might be a little bit different. And we're going to see how they respond to it. I feel like this was just like an experiment. So this, album is, their, this is the seventh album. But they've released right and at that point it's, it's like who cares at that because it's, it's like it, it's it, what, what else can you do right well like exactly like something like i cooler. said they've always been consistent they've always something been cooler very than good. this but like this <sighs> album i don't know 
And one of the main things that I've learned, so when when I listen to a song, when the chorus comes in and it hits you, like you know it's a chorus. Like boom, cool, awesome. This, almost all the choruses, they like you're like halfway into the chorus and you're like, wait, this is a chorus? Right. Shit. Like I, you don't, I feel you like you don't get that. You don't get that oomph behind it. Okay, maybe because okay, not all of us were alive, but if you remember some of the music from like, I feel like 1987 and 1988 were very very weird times for music, because there were people that were like, like you remember like White Snake and Poison yep. and Guns and Roses, hair metal gone and soft. all these yep. people. In Boston, all these they they all like all these songs. You're like, wait a minute, who sings that? You yeah. couldn't tell. No, it's all. The you same. couldn't tell who sung it. I is feel that like, rat? Is that yeah? No, it's all. I the feel same. like this is the it's audience that they were like pandering to. Like you I know what? I also feel like that was the uh, the time of era where the uh, phrase "fathers lock up your daughters" yes. yeah was coined because yeah. damn, right. the outfield joke. Come on, mm-hmm. no, right? Agreed. No, but I, I just man, like there was there was like. There was, I feel like people She's try to... She's only 17, man. People try to recreate that's illegal, this... No, oh, that's disgusting. There's people <laughs> that try to recreate this weird Just riff. like eight minutes, should be fine. This weird riff in music time. And what's what's trippy about music time is that, like, <laughs> you have all these random jam bands from, the from like, all these garages from the 80s that all have hair. I don't have a garage. And they all become hair bands. And then they, they hear the one song that's a hit because it sounds different, and they all recreated it at the exact same time. Right. And now they all got notorious and blew up because and it's like, like the whole the whole music industry shifted toward that mm-hmm. because people were producing it. I feel like on this side of things, on at this day and age, we're the opposite. We're we're doing things and trying to to recreate the wheel in some ways based on how these different bands are releasing albums and how they're trying to sound like, like try to make this new sound that doesn't exist anymore. It's 2019. There's no such thing as a new sound. We've heard everything. Right. Now, uh, now we, should, just, uh, we should Google this Bonnie Parker so and see I, how old I, she is. Oh, Lord. So I, I brought up... Just don't click images. Let, let, yeah, right. Don't do that. That's like Blue Waffle. Don't do that either. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. When but, it comes to Thanksgiving come- and you want a new recipe, please don't Google cream pies, okay? <laughs> or Blackzilla. Same exact kind of man mindset for that. <laughs> Cream pie recipes is totally different it than is. the image result. So when and like you said, like the whole recreation thing, like right, the fact that you've rehashed the same thing over and over again, like again, I I can't say it enough. I love Volbeat. Like they're great. Yeah. Their first five albums have been really really good. They have that old school blues action. Like, they covered a few, like, Johnny Cash songs, a few Willie Nelson songs. Okay. Exactly. So, but this, I don't know, this album just, I can't, I can't, I can't enjoy it. I can't, it, there's no hook for me. Yeah. There's... Because every time there's that hook, it's like, well, they've done that verse before, or they've done that chorus. Right. Like, done if that you riff. started in the middle of a song, you'd be like, wait, which song is it? And then you're like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, you can't tell half the time because it's so similar. They're opening themselves up, back up for that criticism that they've always been a cover band, and now they're covering their own Ooh. covers. You're right. Rough. It's like, Which I've never, you know, I've never dove too far Fire into FTP. those. <laughs> too soon. But, so that's that's my downer for the time being. All right. Uh, we downed. My two ups. Uppers. So I brought up, so this album actually, I missed this album when it came out. Like probably like the beginning of this week, I, I kind of, did my research on the past 
2019, this came up. So there's a band called The Damn Things. Now, their first album came out in 2010 called Iron Ironic Class. So this is actually a super group, technically. You have um, Fall Out Boy's Joe Trotman, who is the guitar player to Fall Out Boy, doing lead vocals. And you have Anthrax Scott Ian on guitar. Wow. Right. So, I've listened to this this uh, this album actually a few times. It's definitely different in any means, but like, so you have this like gnarly. So, so, so Scott Ian is not afraid to do riffs. Like, it's just pretty much him going ham. It's like Thin Lizzy ish. It's very interesting. It's got this rawness though. Like his vocals is very raw. It's like old school, but it came out this year. Right. Right. Like, no. And it's, but that's it's, how I feel with a lot of these bands right. that are trying to recreate the stuff that came from the '80s and when, when hair bands were cool and when when metal was still like not so much the redheaded stepchild but like the the ugly cousin mm-hmm. that nobody wanted to recognize. Mm-hmm. So this album, so I've listened to their first album, which was good. They had a few good covers. Yeah, I'm sorry, good, good songs in general. Uh, this one, it's 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 good. But it's got almost like a bluesiness to it. Mm. It's got a lot more genres kind of thrown in. It's not bad by any means, and I actually I actually enjoy it quite a lot. Because so, more or less because this is not a genre I listen to, on a regular. Like this is really my wheelhouse. But this one I I've been really intrigued with because you have such a broad range of potential. Yes, of you know bandmates. You I didn't have, realize that was what's his face from Fallout Boy. Yeah. Well, it's their guitars. I knew Scott Ian. Yeah. Was it was in there? I didn't realize that was a fall. So that's, that's cool. It's that that kind of goes under the radar very, for a lot of people. Right. And like you'd be like, I'll follow up. But it, it, yeah, but that's exactly why because they right. don't advertise exactly. that. They're like, okay. Yeah, because what does he need to do, man? He's like churches. Right. Well, you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you think? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Don't <laughs> oh, tweet. God. You think about Justice the different post. perspectives. You think about the different perspectives, like from the band perspective. It's like, oh, hey, we have this guy who's experienced playing shows plays huge crowds, is a little bit notorious in his genre, we can take his skills and put them here. But on the other side of that, they're like, well, we don't want to be linked with that other genre. We're, we're our own entity over here, so we're going to allow this guy to play with us, but we're not going to blow it up. Everybody who knows him and who searches him is going to be able to find this, but all those all those wannabe fanboys that think they're fans of something that, that only chase tabloids and headlines, they're not going to be able to find this guy. They're so, not going to be able to link us to that. What I've learned about supergroups, it's a hit or a miss, but... So, what I've learned about these like weird side projects that... So, you have Fall Out Boy, which is extremely popular. You have right. Anthrox, which is extremely popular. Yep. Whenever they do this side project, it, it expresses what they actually want to do. Right. Which... I actually go back to uh, Bullet My Valentine. They have a, a um, Matt. What's his last name? Matt. Oh, uh, uh, um. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose it now. I want to say Heafy, but that's a trivium. Matt. It's I definitely can't, Matt. I can't think of his name, but only because we're I gonna, keep on Google thinking on the of, the, of the band that he made with that Screamer guy. Like the super Axe band, tra- Axe Wound, yeah. And that song, Cold, that's yes. the only song they had. Like, Which I actually love that album. I think that album's great. But in that, that shows alone what actually... So, you you know, example, you have like Fall Out Boy. They're popular. They're huge. 
but what do the people really want to play? Which is when these side projects come into play, it shows what the music they actually enjoy playing, but they know that it will not sell. So I feel like this is where artists get smart. Matthew Tuck. Thank you. Matthew Tuck. That's right. Soccer. I'm sorry. I, I totally should have had that. I'm... It's, Sorry, it's my my my, my Google uh, my Google search was slow there. I apologize. You got slowed down on the goggle. The uh, producer's getting hammered. This is <laughs> no, no. This is this is where I think that artists start getting uh, the realization about the industry, right? And they start thinking like, hey, like you know what, guys, if we pitch this to our producers and to our label, like, hey, we're gonna make a super band. Right. That's what we're gonna do. Axwin was cool though because he wanted like to Axwin. focus more on like the uh, the guitar end of it. He didn't necessarily yeah, want to so be like the Matt front man of right. the vocals, right? And it shows in that band, like right. He was the but but when I, it comes to I the I think he fans, did the backup screens just to did. be and, the, and like the it was like vocals. it was he had the clean vocals so you knew it was Matt Talk. Like, all, oh, all you all, oh, right, God. but all you have to do is read the comment section to any one of those songs, and you'll see the 50-50 of every single fan right. that went through it. Exactly. And this is why I'm saying these artists, they're like, hey, you know what? Guys, 50. Why you why why 50 of you all on that hate? <laughs> Look, I'm not I'm not I'm not a hater, all right? Like it's not in my DNA to be a hater. I can't, ELE! I can't. Everybody love everybody. Uh, Electric Light Orchestra. That's ELO. Never mind. Ignore me. Continue. <laughs> we digress. Eddie lost everything. Sorry, that's what it means to me. Anyway. Elephant lost there's oxygen. <laughs> Dang. Uh, e oxygen. <laughs> I just I feel like this is where the artists are like okay like now now the label has signed us now it's time for us to make something for them to sign right. they're gonna pay us to make this this upcoming album and they're gonna front it just because of the headlines we're gonna get strictly from making it mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of artists don't care and I, I'm not saying this lightly and I'm not saying this like they don't give a crap about no. what they're putting out. But but that factor of worrying about what the producers right. think of what you're putting out there, they don't have that threat hanging over their head anymore. Exactly. They just like, hey, you know what? We're going to get this super group together. Mm -hmm. We're going to put this out there. People are going to buy it just because of the name clickbait, right. because everybody mm -hmm. in today's day and age is all about clickbait, as we found in the last 10 mm -hmm. years. As soon as the internet fucking blew up, everybody's like, oh, you know what? How can we get the best amount of clickbait over here? Well, guess what? We're going to have this drummer from this notorious band, this guitarist from this exactly. notorious band, and we're going to have not one, but two vocalists from two notorious bands. All these people, just strictly out of curiosity, are going to check it out because odds are you like maybe two people from those two different bands that they've mentioned. And now it's too late. They've already hooked you in. Mm -hmm. Because when you when you release that and people click on it and people get onto it and they're hey guess what this is going it doesn't matter what the buzz is it just matters that it's buzzing mm -hmm. and I feel like these artists are capitalizing on that now and they realize hey we can do these crossovers and that's why when these festivals and stuff do this people are all offended and it's like this is what they've been doing for years yeah, they're just doing it for more years they've been doing this they're just upfront and in your face about right. it now like hey by the way. We're going to have a metal act, and then we're going to finish it off by Youngblood. Mm -hmm. right. Like, wait a minute. Right. What? Uh, that doesn't... I don't think that digests well with me. And it's like, well, I don't care what you think, because right. you're going to sit here and you're going to listen to it, because the majority of this stuff is probably going to play to the stuff that you liked anyway. Mm -hmm. So it just starts that whole... So, yeah, like, exactly. Like, so, the, which I kind of like this side project thing, because it kind of... You'd be like, oh, well, I like these guys, but I... 
also can see I like this as well. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? And that way that said band doesn't ruin their reputation, but they can still do what they want. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which is cool. Which is kind of neat to see, like, the other side of things. Right. Like, you'd think Fall Out Boy, and you're like, oh, you know, you know, dance, dance. <laughs> but, like, then you listen to, you know, the damn things, and you're like, I oh, like Fall Out Boy. Some, I don't mind Fall Out Boy. I have to think against it. But, no, this, 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 so this new album's actually really good. It's very I catchy. borrowed my ex-girlfriend's iPod once. <laughs> <laughs> I had an ex-girlfriend once. Uh... So I think it's I think it's a loophole, man. I think this is a loophole. Alone, whether you're gonna put loops in it or squiggles, <laughs> get out of my hole. No, I just think it's oh, never. But I, <laughs> I think, will not. <laughs> you say nut or not? Because oh. <laughs> okay, there's a difference. Well, if there's a nod, you can't do it. I just think there's a difference in this loophole that artists. Okay, you guys ready for this? Sound it out. Exacerbate. Ex- ex- these artists exacerbate, exacerbate these loopholes because guess what? You get, you get the best and, and worst of both worlds. You get both of them. Because, hey, yeah. guess what? You get to hear all the stuff I've been successful on. Mm-hmm. Why don't you listen to the stuff I haven't right. been successful on yet? And how are you going to know? Because it's too late. I already got you in. I hooked you in. Like, yep. there's no way to get out of it. And so when you when you link up with, you see all these, these uh, people collaborating on all these different projects from all over the world. Like, think, think back in the day, like, when we were... Oh, most some of us think about when some of us were in high school and Nelly and Tim McGraw made a song that was a hit. Looking like Unfortunately, and, uh, today that goes into Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Nas. Mm-hmm. Right? They're all over the radio right now, and nobody can explain it. Mm-hmm. Nobody has any idea why, but that's how it happened. You had two artists Dif- i'll say i'll genres. say different yeah i'm not gonna rate them because we all know what the rating is but there's different rated artists that collaborate and they automatically sell and then because they're selling based on how the establishment is built because they are selling they get blown up mm-hmm. and then once they get blown up it just it just catches fire and it goes everywhere else it doesn't matter who you work with as long as they're an a-list performer no matter what band you they're from the name, it's it's this good, this song like, this song that I'm playing for for my co-host in the background up, has been streamed on this one particular app 477 million 890,000 times. So so think about this, right? Jason Aldean and Mike Shinoda could write a song right now and strictly because of their fan base it would probably yeah. blow up. It's, it's, I like tried the Mike Shinoda album. I had a hard time. I, I absolutely did too, but I respect the fact that he continues working on things. But if you look at the number of projects he's been involved in, aside from Linkin Park, he had Fort Minor when Chester was going to uh, Dead by Sunrise and all these other things, and he worked with Jay-Z, and then he did the reanimation album, and he did all these things. Mike Shinoda was the, the forefront of those albums. He had shoes. He could literally work with anybody. He literally has all his individual stuff. He's tried to work with anybody he can. Oh, this is Nickelback. This he is could, Nickelback. Mike Shinoda <laughs> could write Chad a Kroger. song with Nickelback, and it would probably go I like quadruple it's... platinum. I'm not even kidding. And like I was trying to say, like it's it's a branding. Right. You have the brand on it. I can buy Zildjian symbols for three hundred dollars. I buy a pasty symbol for the for ninety dollars. It sounds better than that three hundred dollar symbol. All in the branding. Put your erection away. I can't help. Look, this is right, 90s one hit wonder. Josie from Saliva is absolutely awesome. 
And what drives me nuts about this song is that he wrote this song and then they released it and he spent the next like six years in lawsuit, like in court with Nickelback because they didn't put him on as one of the writers of this song. Makes sense. This song, it was like a hit on one of the biggest movies. Just so you know, the listening audience does not know what we're listening to. Well, okay, so we're listening to Hero mm-hmm. by Saliva and Oh, Nickelback. my God, royalties, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're listening to Hero. <laughs> Beep. Hero. Uh, a Hero, please. A hero, please. The R is silent. Hero. <laughs> yeah, but every time I hear this song, I'm like, wow, like I just think about how Josie got screwed over. Jo- Josie Scott, right? That's his I name? So. Yeah. Yeah. That guy... Good. If you listen to any of the songs, like you listen to Click Click Boom or any of those other, like the things that like made the radio, he had so much talent and then because of this lawsuit. We're digressing like something fierce. I'm sorry. Anyway, go on. My last band. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, this was the one that I missed as well. Um, Alviete was a band that I've listened to for quite a few years. Um, They're gorgeous. So They're also the hip metal over six-pack greatest Celtic they sure Folk are. Metal they acts. damn well are. Wow. So this actually, 2017, they actually best in the world. Re, uh, re, um, grouped themselves. Like <laughs> so, it's a whole different. I believe there's a few, um, like basic, like reoccurring people. They have a lot of vowels in their names. I wouldn't know which ones are original or not. <laughs> to be honest, I'm so <laughs> sorry. So, um, member-wise, they uh, they they kind of re, re. Did their band? I think there's another, another word for we that. We need that a do-over. <laughs> right, right. Um, just going to redo it real quick. A new lineup would be the term. Um, so this album that just came out this year. This year? This year. 2019? Yes. Um, I believe The year of our Lord, 2019. I'm going to try to say this without fucking it up. Ategnatos? Ategnatos. Ategnatos. You gotta, so, you gotta get the accent. So my issue with, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, vo- the, the vocals up. So after Helvetios, um, Origins, Evocation Two. The thing with this band is like I have this, so I, I'm a drummer, so I can I follow the drum more than any other part. All the drums are pretty similar, like they're very like repetitive. This album is, I feel a lot more epic. Like it's very like. Like this is I'm gonna watch Lord of the Rings and this is like the demo screen. So wow. like like it's very it's very well done. I think there's a lot more production in this album with the whole new group. You have the female singer still hanging out there. She's doing her. This is my voice. I'm she not sounds a man. so hot. Probably. Um, I. <sighs> but this album. So honestly, you listen to the first song, which is actually what we're listening to at the moment. Like builds you up. You like, just want to like wow. kill something. He's like, what's what 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 <laughs> ah, what ah! so. <laughs> And this, I mean, this this whole album is very good. It's a little different. It's they got a lot more versatility in their in their music than, than they normally have been. Um, the the guitar riffs are a little different. Like there's a there's a big hook to a lot of these songs. Which sitting in a parking lot while I'm waiting for my woman to show up. Another <laughs> point. Listening to this album through I, the speakers. Like, I'm waiting so, for her to show up. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of times when I listen to music and I don't like I look at my phone and I don't pay attention. This was an album that, a couple seconds at a time, I'm like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. So, and I've listened to a lot of this band, and, like, the last two albums, God, they haven't really grasped me. 
This one I, I feel has really jumped out well, to me. What they've always done well and what this one really does well, their transitions to like a higher tempo to a smoother tempo. There are so many layers mm -hmm. yep. and there are so many really clever layers like oh, everything. Absolutely. So like there will be a softer part, but there's like that scream that's still in the background. There's the a big Viking guy. There's a there's a heavy like guitar Drum rift thumping. and like there's a like the, the drum beat kind of like carries you to like I'm like the layers that they put in these songs is like so incredible. Like this this band is so fucking awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I, I feel like they kinda not to discredit anybody, but I feel like they kinda like took a page out of like Arch Enemy's book. You know? No. <laughs> I know, no. right? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. not No no. I say like took the page and like totally rewrote it. You know what I mean? You know what the, the, the Like they took the it and they were like, you know what? Like this works for us. We're gonna find this well, like planted seed of what we want to do and we're gonna go in that direction. Not the same direction as Arch Enemy, but like just like We're, we're not gonna, gonna do covers. Yeah. Uh, the uh the Celtic flair that this band has but still maintain like the heaviness and like the tempo and the the the, the, the beautifulness. I, I still hate myself for not going to that Paradise Rock Club show. Guys. When when I, they weren't the headliner, but I saw that they were listening. I'm like, fuck. When I when I say that, I feel like I, I'm not saying like, oh hey, we're gonna copy these guys. What I'm saying is like they they realize oh, like, hey, just, you just said something completely insane. That's fine. Hey, these people are doing something for whatever reason is successful and nobody can figure out why. Right? Let's be honest. And they took it and they're like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna kinda incorporate this more so it panders There's to this crowd of people. More versatility in but this we're gonna No, oh, easily. There's so many layers to that album alone that are just like eons beyond the unnamed band the that word. I mentioned. Okay. I'm but actually they, an Irish Enemy fan. Like, you know, you, you no, I'm, heard I'm definitely feeling. not. Except, except for their cover band, that cover album. Like, that, they can suck it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That one. I'm not going to lie to you. Today is the first day in my life, in the history of my existence. You brought pants to work. That I listened to Irish Enemy. That's the first time ever. Hmm. Ever. Today. That's fun. Never before. And honestly, never not, again. <laughs> not even judging you, man. Huh? Yeah, you are. I'm judging you. I can feel the heat. From, oh, I can't believe you made that comparison. This is radio. Like you can't see. Oh, this is sorry. radio. You can't see my eyes, sir. Sorry. Instead of arch, I should have said flyleaf. <laughs> you leave my leaves oh, alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the right. I'm, I'm you just going to say this. Around, Talk about one hit wonders. I'm just going to say this. Anthony is a huge fan of female vocalists. I, have, I don't know I, what I it is. A weird erection. But he's got these like, no matter who it is, like if he gives me a band, I have to ask like, bro. Is this a female singer? Ah, uh, well... It might be. Uh, <laughs> Good chance. <laughs> There's a slight Chances chance that are. you might be. Which, well, actually, I'm going to sneak this in because I'm talking about female in. singers. I'm going to sneak it in like, like Bill Cosby did. <laughs> um, and not go to prison. Whoa. No, I will not go to prison. I thought he was in prison. Yeah, know. but he's not going to is what I'm saying. Oh. Threat me with a good time. I've been watching Orange and the New Black for the last like, week and a half because of my girlfriend. Uh, fuck you you know, show. it's different when it's not lesbians, right? No? <laughs> They're not all like that? There's no females where we go. You're telling me that Donna from that 70s show is not going to be there. It's all about how you identify, bro. <laughs> and today's I identify as a French toast stick. <laughs> <laughs> then you get toasted. Then, then. <laughs> no, I get Frenched. Anyway, uh, The Agonist actually released a single. 
Uh, burn it down. I have a question. Voted no, our um, best so, female-fronted okay. metal band. What is the biological gender of their lead singer? We the just male. talked oh, about this. Oh, wow. I'm just we shocked. Just weird, right? I'm so shocked. That is just crazy to me. Blight the mall cop. Holy shit, this like just came out. Anthony right. likes female lead singers? I, I can't even wrap so my head they're, around they're most, they're, The girl who's been uh, covering for um, Alyssa White Gloves. Good name. Um, this album's been pretty good. Like I've been following the Agnes for a while. This album's, this song specifically, has, I feel like it's a little more... So, the Agnes, I feel, has been very like old school, like thrashy like it's a lot of transitions um not as tight you know what i mean it's it's been very it's, it's a little more loosey-goosey like the old school metal this song specifically i feel is a lot tighter and her voice is beautiful and, and like hmm. she really swaps out the the screams and, and the hype so she's an opera singer mind you so she really like yeah my she gets in there like when she needs to have you ever seen an opera performer, bro? Like the levels of notes that they can hit is That's literally that, that weird. Insane. Russian guy with the oh yeah, what, uh, we're doing good today. <laughs> yeah, we're, do, we're doing good today. We've 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 hit all of our battle royale winners except for one. We have not yet this. Russia, mind you, very popular in Russia. We have not yet discussed one. But this song, this song, this song is really good. I I've been very I've enjoyed this song. Their their newer stuff has been kind of weird. Um, but this song, this song's good. I enjoy this song. Sigwang. <laughs> okay. But that, that is the end of my rant. Is it? David? Ooh. Do you have anything you want to talk about in 2019? I absolutely do. You have a few. And I'm, uh... That's too bad. We just ran out of time. Goodbye. <laughs> Matt Damon, we have no time for you today. I apologize. Good night. Ah, <laughs> uh, just play it, brother. What do you got? So, uh... I feel so bad because I don't like starting with negatives. And here's the thing. I start with a positive. No, 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 no. We'll, no. we'll work no, our way down. We'll to, really I have to it. follow the trend, okay? Because everybody, look, if you've made it in the music world, I don't care what you do for music. I don't care if you're Carly Rae Jepsen. I don't care if you're ABBA. I don't care if you're Metallica. If you've made it in your genre, I respect you, no matter what. No matter what it is, if you've if you sold a whole bunch of, even if it's just one song, if you've got a whole bunch of plays on Spotify for one, like, I will respect you as an artist just because you made it. I don't care what the formula is. I don't care what the genre is. I don't care where you come from. None of that. If you've made it, I respect you. Having said that, <sighs> ooh, that is a good song. But anyway. So everybody knows about the Immortal split, right? <laughs> immortal and Abath, right? Or uh, Abath. Uh, Ab uh, Abath? Everybody, no, everybody great. replaces it. Everybody pronounces it different. Abath? Is it Abath or Abath? They split with Immortal. Abath. Black metal band Immortal split between Immortal and Abath, yes. right? Okay, so we're tracking that. We're, we're, we're aware of that. I listened to their... Because they released an album this year. A lot of people don't really follow that but you know whatever it's a black metal album i appreciate it but the more i listen to it and i'm i'm not trying to be rude here i got the vibe that it was like it was a 
a heavier version of Motorhead okay. with screaming and gargling. Like, and I'm not trying to, I'm, look, man, like, Remy, okay. Remy's in his own right, okay? Remy? Like, there's, there's no way. Right, help anybody. me out, help me out. I'm actually trying to find this. How do you spell this? Uh, A-B-B-A-T-H. There they, are. they have a most. Re- what's their most recent song? Can you? Um, they just released Outstrider. Yes, Outstrider. Play it, please. <clears throat> Boom. So, the more I listened to it, it sounded like, like uh, the Cemetery Gates. No, I'm not trying to be rude. It just sounded like a uh, a combination of like Hotel California and Motorhead. But if Motorhead was like strictly screaming, I can see Hotel California there. Right. Okay. So if you can, mm-hmm. if you guys Every- listen to this song, uh, it's uh, Abath, a- Abath. I don't know how they pronounce A-Bath. it. A bath. A Go take a bath. It's and more listen like to an ab- It's like it's ab bath because there's two B's. So, so you're yeah, bathing only bathe your abs. abs. Okay. So they 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 totally separated from Immortal, which is the band they usually had. Mm-hmm. And like everybody everybody has their own opinion about that. I'm not going to get into that stuff. But this particular song is what set me over the edge. So I listened to the album. I listened to this particular song and I was like. Why do I feel like this sounds like the Ace of Spades, Hotel California, and some guy that had a really bad puking overnight type of deal? Like, it just sounded like a combination. Do you hear it? Do you hear the Ace of Spades in there? Mm-hmm. I yeah. do a little bit, yeah. Right? I think in the guitar, the guitar. The, so the guitar feels like Ace of Spades, and then, like, the intro feels like Hotel slower, California. And but then like okay obviously the vocals are totally but I just felt like it was kind of recreated so that's that's my only that's my only negative for this year 2019 right. that's the only one that's the only and even right. then a bath you, off the list Goodbye. but they still did it right they still made it they still have a following they're still awesome mm-hmm. they still have a record label <laughs> like all the respect in the world don't even have one song with a million listens that's okay they don't, they don't they don't need one man they have their own two hundred fifty nine thousand. Here's what I say to everybody, okay? If I have 12,000 loyal followers, and I mean loyal, who are going to download my album and listen to my music and support me, I would take that 10 times over than 10 million people who would just listen to my crap on the radio. Because the 12,000 little people you're going to get are actually going to support your music and they're actually going to pay you for what you're doing. I'd be down with the 10 million. I, I wouldn't want the, Hold on. these one-hit wonders. They hit Let all the me time, do the ma- man. You know, I, I've been not- saying for years, all I need is one one-hit. It's true. I mean, technically you do. But and you can knock me all you want for it. Let me see. Ten million. I'm not going to knock you. <laughs> You're going to do the math, aren't you? Yeah, times .0007 would be seven grand. Right. I'm, I'm in. So, <laughs> I'm in. Told. So in the world of humanoids... <laughs> that doesn't go very far. Inhumanoids, <laughs> like the TV show, which is fantastic. So pay my electric bill anyway. Okay, so at least twice. That was my right, semi-negative. All right, my positives for this year. <laughs> have, you, have you guys been picking up on Dream Theater? Uh, uh, no, Jesus I know Christ. the new album came out. I know. I banned Dream Theater from the show. Yeah, we uh, have a weird, we have a weird why? line behind it. It's, it's a long story. Okay. Continue. Your Dream anyway, Theater. I won't get into that. Look. Uh, aside from the video, strictly strictly musically speaking, Untethered Angel I actually enjoyed. Is it with the new drummer? 
It is. With I know that actually they had a whole YouTube thing where they were actually like. Yeah, so Mangini has this thing where he puts his symbols like 10 feet in the air. And I'll, okay, sense. whatever. Like, you know, re- recording studio, whatever. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking Zelda. Like, look, yeah, man, like yeah, everybody yeah. Per- performs their own way. I got I got nothing against it. I actually thoroughly enjoyed Untethered Angel from Dream Theater. Like our, this buddy, year. our buddy Dan that like sits like above his drum set? Yeah. I guess. But, yeah, but right? here's the thing. <laughs> Oh my god, Holy bro, the whiskey shit. almost I, I'm fell. sorry, I forget this, this part yeah, is here. Whiskey. I apologize. We just had like a 5.0 earthquake down here. <laughs> wow. There was, there was three releases this year that actually surprised me. And the only reason I... Not the only reason. One of the many reasons that uh-huh. I mentioned Dream Theater is because I haven't been surprised by them in recent years. Can we relate well, on that, that level? now that rock band's not a thing anymore, you can't just be on an airship can, playing guitar to them. Okay, but can we relate on that a little bit? Can we, can we segue this between us? Like... Okay, like we, haven't, away. we haven't been <laughs> surprised by Dream Theater lately, okay? It's one of those bands where you don't expect to come back. But Untethered Angel, I was like, you know what? Like, this actually sounds relatively okay in comparison to the... Anyway. I mean, all the, the shit we give Dream Theater because of the, ish, the situation we, we've had with Dream Theater, like, they're very talented. Correct. All very talented individuals. Right. They always have been. And I, I respect them. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I respect anybody who can make it in the industry. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's country, pop, metal, bluegrass, bluegrass, underground, rock, like metal, rap. Fine. I don't care. Like, uh, any, if you can make it in this industry, right. I, I don't no, care I, how it is. I, you'll have my respect, no matter what. You can make a name for yourself. Good for like, you. I, I, sometimes I, I've been notorious to, to talk mm-hmm. about, you know... The negativities of Taylor Swift songs and how maybe she's the problem, but and I still respect Taylor Swift. Album. We won't talk about that. Hey, Taylor Swift has written a whole bunch of songs for a whole bunch of other artists that have been successful. So, like, anything Taylor Swift writes, Taylor Swift writes is, like, guaranteed to be on the radio. Obviously. Anyway. I like I go for a bathroom break and we're coming, I came back and we're talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's amazing. I would, just like, I would just like to preface this dream theater conversation that Jay started that argument. He did. And he started that argument because we'll he couldn't, follow, we'll dire- he couldn't follow directions. Yes. He's not here to defend himself, so that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yes. But Jay, if you're listening, you can't follow directions, buddy. The only reason I brought this up is strictly because I was surprised. I was strictly surprised by this one song. Yeah, that's this all is I'll a, say. This is actually that's fun. It. This is fine. This is <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's why I was surprised. So we're going to transition now. We're going to go to Within Temptation, okay? Ooh. So Within Temptation, Ooh. now, I know Ooh. Anthony came out. Hang on. Let's, let's Ooh, keep your belt fronted. on. Let's keep your belt on, Anthony. We're not getting into it like that. The we got that female, we, too. We got the pants-off dance-off going on right now. Jacoby decides to make a song with these guys, right? It is literally the reckoning. one of, <coughs> dare I say, one of the best songs I've heard in a long time, strictly like because of the collaboration. The fact that people are still reaching out over these lines to make songs like this and get back to their roots. And when I say their roots, I mean the collective roots of all of the people involved on the song. You can tell that everybody collaborated on this. There was a, a, a good visualiza- a visualization wow. for the video. That yeah, doesn't look yeah. like it hurt. That's, you uh, just <laughs> You feel this? Is your arm numb? I still have a pulse, despite what you might think. You leave my pulse alone. Another, visual- sh- another show I wish I saw last year. The uh, Within temptation, temptation came around with uh, In Flames. If you listen to no. this song... That was a bummer. Yeah, with The Reckoning, uh, like... And if you think about it, Jacoby doesn't I really like do... Jacoby. I like Jacoby. I, I love Jacoby. He doesn't it- do a whole heck of a lot. I wish my name was Jacoby. But because Jacoby. he's in the background, it just... 
it literally makes the song. Shattics. And like I never, Shattics. I literally never would have listened to this song if it weren't for Jacoby. Right. And I can honestly, that's why it stood out so much to me because I listened to this and I was like, you know what? This actually sounds amazing. This is like, they're they're finding the. I the, feel like Within Temptations like a sneaky cool band. Right, but <laughs> but there's like. So there's like a plethora of things that hover over within Temptation, right? But I feel plethora. like in this particular song, they honed in on the things that they were strong about, all their strong points in this band, and then they mix it with Jacoby Shaddix. There's no way that this song is not awesome this year. Right. There's just none. Absolutely none. That's the only thing I'm going to say about this song. The only other thing I'll say, the, the, the last song that I have to talk about. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Is this a Jasper? I think this is. Firelight with Jasper Steverlick. Do you know who Jasper Steverlick is? Yes. Do you? I think. Do you? I have one more thing. Please tell me one about more thing. Being uh, released. It might not. It might year. not. Be, it might not be who I'm thinking of. In 2019, of. I guarantee you guys, it's not what you're thinking. Yeah, never mind. I, I I withdraw my comment. It's not the Jasper I'm thinking See, of. The Gent-based Arid? I thought it was the Jasper from uh, In Flames. It's not him. Uh, okay. We're going to walk away now. One of the best songs <laughs> released this year in 2019. Okay. Ooh, a good song. Yeah. I will I will literally put my livelihood on this song because do. of how good it was and not because of the hype of certain circumstances. It's like a weird okay? egg sandwich, but that's fine. No, no, I, I would literally, I would cash in on this song. I can, I can truthfully say, as a listener, I would cash in on this song, on, on being big, and I would probably make, like, millions of dollars if I put everything I own into backing this song, okay? Yep, can't wait. Mark Morton, Cross Off, Chester uh, Bennington. Awesome tune. There's tune. no way anybody can discredit this song. And I get it. Like, okay, he's gone now. This is the last song he actually, like, thoroughly recorded. I'm sure there are so many other songs from Linkin Park that he's recorded in studio that aren't released yet. But this particular song, I feel like this showcases the amount of range Chester Bennington has. I agree. Between, I like the fact that they do that break. Like, like the song is like one tempo, like all yes. throughout, and then they have like that thirty second breakdown where he just like loses yes. his mind, and yes. then it goes like right back to the song. I feel like Chester was able to lose himself into this song, and and, and this goes to my whole side project thing. Like, it shows the music right. that people want to play and the music that they can play. This right. shows you that the heaviness that Lamb of God's guitar actually pushes out. He I can feel, feel like, very well. I feel like the closest thing to Mark Morton's cross-off that Linkin Park ever produced would be given up. It was super successful, and I get it. However, we all know Linkin Park has two singers, or two vocalists. I'm not knocking shade on anything. However, we all know what kind of a product we expect from Linkin Park. Mm -hmm. When Chester Bennington went out and linked up with Mark Morton, who's iconic in his own right, mm -hmm. and made this track... There is literally no way that anybody could discredit this in any way, shape, or form and be a form of metal and be I a fan of metal. There's no way. Before this I song, knew this song actually came out, like I actually heard on the radio, I was like, right. Like, what is this? Like, the, it actually draw, got my attention. I'm like, this is like really heavy. The only thing that I'll take away from the radio. They are released almost like right after Chester passed. It was pretty, like, pretty So close. actually, it wasn't. So they released it March of this year is when they released the lyric video. And then they released the actual music video a couple months later. 
Chester died July 20th, 2017. I know because... Holy was, Christ, it's been two years already? Yeah. Yes. It was two days before my birthday, and I was in a promotion academy when it happened, and it changed my life. I was like, if this guy can go through all this hmm. and do everything that we praise him for... It's like 11 kids. Uh, it, yo, like, that, it broke me up. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I, I, I got torn down a little bit when it came out. When this song got released, almost, uh, almost a year later, I... I was drawn to it in my own right, but then I took that objective stance and listened to it again. This is literally one of the most metal songs that's been released in metal this year. This is one of the greatest song. songs Very good song. so far this year. And I say that not lightly whatsoever because I understand there are so many other bands that are about to release stuff soon, in the next mm -hmm. couple days, yep. that will probably be on the same level of this. But my point is that this year in 2019... We are literally going two decades backwards mm -hmm. in a good way for the first time in humanity right. because Slipknot, Korn, Cold, Killswitch, Mark Morton, and Chester Bennington are releasing new music that sounds like everything that hooked us in in the beginning. This right. is quite the time to be alive. So what are your thoughts on... Let's start with the Korn song. What do you so, think? When it comes to corn, right? So corn released cold. Uh, what was the name of the other song they released oh, before God. that? It was uh, you won't find uh, me. You won't find me. That was it. You won't find. So when I heard you won't find me, I was like, you know what? Like, I understand they have to. I they the have breakdown. to be. I did. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed the breakdown, and I understand that after you release so many albums, you have to morph. You just have to. There's no way around it. Right. You have to yeah. change. You can't be the. You same. have to be a little bit different. No kicking dead horses. You have to throw some curveballs. But I wasn't impressed by that. That was the first release, and I was like, you know what? It's just like, man, I, I'm sorry, but I kind of feel like, and uh, look, I'll be the first one to admit this. I felt like, you know what? Maybe John doesn't, maybe he doesn't have his screams anymore. Mm -hmm. Maybe in his age, he's kind of falling off a little bit. Then I got to eat some crow because cold gets released. And I Today, literally... Actually. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you I melted back mm -hmm. to my nine-year-old self. No, I like I, like, I literally like, wow. like I got like rebirthed. Like mm -hmm. there was no way to describe it. Like I I I literally melted backwards. It's got that sound into that, that original corn sound. That like issues like but then the it, unforgettable. It's like but then the direction that they went with it. There was like three different. Uh, it just it meshed so well together. I thought it was an excellent song all the way through. Whether like they could have released that song on any one of their albums, and I would have been like, "Damn, that is a that is but a you hit. Know what, this should be on the radio." Like that, it just spoke to me. There's, so I brought this up to the guy I work with. Again, he's a big corn fan. As he heard this, and he was like, and he kind of like came back. He was like, "This is interesting." But what I, I actually kind of grabbed out of this is like the chorus of it. Korn's never been like a chorus band. Right. They've never been like this like right. heavy like arena style chorus like where like the long vocals. I think this one really like stands out from their other stuff personally. I think they're kind of separating themselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think so again, you know, we always get back to this pushing the envelope conversation. They have to. They have no, to make I, it a little bit different. Right. But but like John Jonathan Davis has never been the person to to hold long notes for an elongated right. part of time for the chorus. Right. No, right? that's exactly it's where I It's always been 
It's always been very lyrically driven and very performance driven. And, <laughs> right. But even even when even if it's gibberish and you can't really understand it, you can still feel and like when you see it live, it actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. When you look at the lyrics, it actually makes sense. This song I feel like is a little bit of the go between from their old stuff to what they're about to release. And now I am super excited so, for this album. And and that makes me wonder, like you have that like weird period where they play like this like I don't want to use the word mainstream but it's close enough to it where it feels like it's not the original corn but I wonder if they use that and then come back and it's like look what we can still do right this is where we are like we can still well and even this song he's like burn that motherfucker down like look it we're still inappropriate it's fine like we're still here like I feel like I feel like it goes back and forth because so no matter who you talk to, they're going to tell you that corn, regardless of how many different metals you think they are, or how much butter you put on it, they're going to regard corn as new metal. That's what they're going to regard them as. And right. if you look at the the upbringing of new metal bands that came out at the turn of the century, when 2001 hit, you think about the new metal bands that were there. Disturbed, you think about Slipknot, Disturber, Linkin Park, Corn, Limp Bizkit, Mudvayne, all these people, right? And you look at where they are now. There are maybe, what, like three of those remaining bands that are still producing albums to this day that are actually selling. And that's that's the big thing. And when Korn came in, so the thing that they had going for them was that when they came onto the scene, they were different because, you know, you had all the, you had, you had like the Limp Biscuit, which was like, okay, let's just be honest. Fred Durst, you could do better with your lyrics. All right, yeah. like I'm not trying to Chocolate throw shade, starfish, but like, there, bro, Waller, like you Waller, had some Waller. amazing instrumentals that were given to you, West like Portland. that could have easily been like, wow, this is like just a platinum song all the way around, and then you just threw in some, <laughs> like you just can't, you can't do it. Then you go to Jonathan Davis. Jonathan Davis took like every single track that he was given and he just made something different and he just expressed himself mm-hmm. on every single he put the individual in all of his music mm-hmm. and it was like wow first like first Malone was very interesting right but you but if you look back on the timeline you see how many changes that Korn went through because of issues and whatnot with different players and all these well, other things you, I mean they even brought they tried to jump on the whole like double step album when they right Felix for that first that and, whole album but they actually did it like no and and it's not my favorite album by any means but it worked no but but that's the thing is that they were able to jump the gap Mm -hmm. they jumped the gap and were able to successfully do it Mm -hmm. was it was it number one hits across the country on every single radio station no but they bridged the gap but they made it work Two totally different musical groups. I also feel like they lost head and they're like, wow, we need a guitarist. But right. this guy can make weird guitar sounds with his computer, so we'll just do that. But they <laughs> adapted and overcame. And I feel he like did. I feel like Jonathan Davis was the face of that movement. And he's always been able to uh, kind of adapt and overcome in that way anyway. Right. But then you listen to this song and it's like, wow. Everything over the last 20, 25 years, this song like sums it up. Agreed. This is like every single yeah, aspect Cole, of what Korn good. has been. I love this song, this and I can't. Good. I honestly cannot say that I've loved a corn song for a long time. No, I, and when I, I heard I this totally song, agree. I was like, "Wow, I'm back on the wagon, mm-hmm. bro." Yeah. There's no way I can deny this. None at all. 
I, I got to look ahead. Okay, let's look ahead. I, I got a couple of uh, tours that I want to uh, I want to uh, highlight mm-hmm. that are still coming around in uh, 2019. Now, I know we are fortunate enough to get a listens all around the uh, the globe. I'm gonna fo- I'm gonna focus on the North American tours Do it. for our sake. So you Europeans and like whatnot, you get enough cool shit. So suck it. It's <laughs> all uh, good. Avatar. North American tour with the 68 and also Baby Metal. That could be interesting. I feel like they're weird enough that they'll fit very well. Avatar and Baby Metal, September 11th in Boston. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Avatar, great show. I mean, oh, yeah. always always worth mentioning. Very talented individuals. Uh, between the Buried and Me, if you're uh, kind of an old school, like, hard, like hardcore action with Sean... Is uh, coming around North American oh. tour with oh. intervals. Okay. Uh, Static X Devil Driver tour at the feet, right? Has actually announced like additional dates. So like yeah, the second, the second leg, the second leg of the tour, and they're bringing our. They're bringing, I believe our buddies, two of them. They have frenemy. Uh, and frenemy Boss and Boss Nova, Boss Nova will who be there uh, as well. we have the privilege of knowing. We do. Because we're a big deal. We are. We have them. Not really. Not really. They're a big deal. We just tag along whenever they show up, but um, they'll, they'll, they'll be uh, floating around the uh, Rhode Island. But the Static X Devil Driver tour has actually been extended, so they've mm-hmm. uh, they've actually extended. And I some believe more Raven dates. Black is still on that tour. As and well. uh, we 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 talked about that tour uh, that show the last, last the, the last episode like just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. If you have the opportunity oh, to like, go see that, like absolute must. Um, everybody's favorite Five Finger Death Punch have actually Yay. announced a 2019 arena tour with Three Days Grace and Bad Wolves. Bad so. I feel like they've been toying a lot with Bad Wolves just in case Ivan slips off the bandwagon. Tommy Vex is like, I got you. I'll cover you. Because you did it last time. Uh, uh, I just, man. Three so, Days Grace. That's an interesting. Here's the thing. I, I, I saw Three Days Grace live in their heyday. I saw I them saw with, them with, with uh, Seether and Breaking Benjamin and Hurt and when they well, were doing I, that tour. I saw like, uh, um, Three Days Grace with their original singer. Yeah, Adam Gontier. Yes. Yeah. So... I've I've listened to Three Days Grace since day one. Since the first album right, came out, right? And his voice is what made Three Days Grace. And like Darkest Days is fine, like whatever his name is is fine. But like I, it's just not the same to me. But if you listen to it, it wasn't just his voice. He was clearly in control of the right. lyrics for all of their hits. Mm-hmm. Every single one of their hits, Adam Gontier was Pain in control. Painkiller is okay, but it's, he, eh, it's but the same. think about it. We talk about side projects, right? Where did Adam Gontier go? Santa Sonia. He went to Apocalyptica. You remember that song? He did that song. I but tried he has, to make it right. through my life. But like he and did, it, like he has his own band now, Santa right. Sonia, with the yes. guitarist sustained. Right. Which they're actually really good, but they sound like Three Days Grace right. because of him. And you can tell that he had the creative control. Like he right. was what made them. Right. And I'm not. Look, I don't mean to throw shade. I just, I just mean to recognize differences. When certain differences happen, fans are totally aware of it. You can't hide it because it's your sound. We have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So when Howard leaves and Jesse comes in, we understand that there's a bit of a difference. Which, mind you, Howard is actually in. So the new album that comes out soon. I know. Howard is in a song with Jesse. That's what I was about to be cool. excited about is that with Atonement, when it comes out, is that they have that that linked up song. And when it comes to, look, I think there are very few people on the face of this earth that can compete with Howard, okay? 
So, like, he's, like, in his own right to begin with in my book. And, like, Jesse, yes. Very good. I got nothing against him. No ill will, no anything. But is he a Howard? Absolutely not. And to be able to fill those shoes is something totally off the face of this earth. There's no way that anybody could step up and be like, hey, I sound exactly like Howard. I bring the energy that Howard brings. I bring the lyrics that Howard brings. There's no way. Is he talented? Absolutely. Do his cleans sound 10 times better from the last time? Hell yeah. But he's still not Howard. Howard. He's always going to live in that shadow. So we didn't didn't talk about the track. We didn't. I actually missed it. It fell off of our our schedule. It did. Does that track come with an album, do you think? Is there a release date for an album? The reason why I bring it up, because Lacuna Coil... And All That Remains has a, a co-headlining tour coming around in the they fall. They do. That could be cool. All so, That Remains is awesome. So I love Lacuna Phil. Coil. Phil is awesome. If we know Lacuna Coil, they, they're like if Evanescence had a backbone. Like, they have a little more oomph, <laughs> but, like, they're not um, whatnot. So, but uh, this new single that they released, which actually, thank you, Facebook, for showing me that, they're you know, Facebook's weird headline nonsense. This song is very heavy, very yeah. edgy for Lacuna Coil, which I like. I mean, song always... question is layers of time. So here's the thing, and this. So when I was younger, I used to do vocal covers myself. I actually took a few Evanescent songs and added screams behind them, and they yep. worked very well. So this specific song, Layers of Time, has their their male vocalist doing the screams with the you know tight kick drum action with you know the heavy guitar work and then her coming and kind of blasting out that light in the dark i think it works very well and i think it's a good shift for lacuna coil personally so i never i I never listened to lacuna coil before like this week Mm because i never i just i don't know i was out of touch for a little while i have no excuse i'm a peasant back in the ozfest days they were they were back in the fiery water okay Back in the Oz, no, in all, in all honesty, back in the Ozfest days, like I actually considered them, like unfortunately, like one of those one-hit wonder bands. But they were cool. Like, yeah. They, like you saw them they live. It's like they were. It was October eleventh. Like uh, Black and Nima, Lacuna Coil. Ooh. So Ooh. I, if it's gonna be like this, I'm I'm in. I don't I don't mean to. I don't mean to. You he's, know, gonna, he's gonna pee in our Cheerios. I told you. you I, Cheerios no, alone. no. I told you guys that a very sheltered. I have bad childhood, cholesterol. Okay? I need my Cheerios. Very, you very, che- very, very sheltered. He's like, sexist I, against female vocalists. <laughs> I'm absolutely. What's your last name, Justa? Because <laughs> I loved Evanescence, but what I thought was very interesting about Amy Lee <coughs> is that she held out, and a lot and of people don't realize this. She controlled the entire band, and everyone hated her. She left. They were in L.A., they recorded their entire album, and she left. Because when the producer said, hey, we want to make this song, Bring Me to Life, we want you to add a rap verse in there. She was not happy about it. And she was like, you know what? This is not us. Like, we're a totally different sound. I'm gone. Literally, like, the band was pissed. She just rolled out. Mind you, that's their most popular song, Bring Me to Life. Right. And she hates it. that male vocalist, and she that wasn't a thing. Like, the, the actual company made her do it right like you need to have the rapper vocalist yeah screamer you need to have yeah so she rewrote the song in order to have the male vocalist do the rap parts mm-hmm. and whatever and then it became this huge hit you that's have daredevil what, and all these other people like that use it, it. Yeah. right it sounded awesome but it's the that's only honestly, if like, you listen it's the like, only song with i respect amy to death it's really the only evanescent song i really like because have of that you heard aspect. tourniquet 
I think tourniquet's awesome. It's from not good too. Don't look at me like that. I'm not like. You haven't heard Lacuna Coil before this week. Listen, man, you just said you just said I was gonna piss in your Cheerios. I'm allowed to throw some tourniquet out there. My Cheerios, or even my immortal. I'll, I'll look. I'll put my man card on the table and I'll say I listened to my immortal. I just want to throw this out real quick. If you ever listen to the live Evanescence album. Their their female their male vocalist is fucking garbage. Yeah, he sucks a lot. He's horrible, awful. Mind you, Sorry, twelve. We stones, love you guys. Twelve stones. That's the same lead singer. Right. Fun fact. Continue. I had, I had a couple other things I wanted to point <laughs> yeah. out. So Slayer Slayer, who is still, still? on their still? final tour. Jesus. Their final tour that has lasted now, I think, for three years. I think so. so I think it just never ends. Um, so they, the, th- the three-year-long has, has added a second show to Los oh, Angeles. Jesus. So if you're if you're in LA, you get a second tour. Oh, yeah, a second show. As I Lay Dying. Wow. Fall tour. Yeah, no, they... I mean, with they After the Burial and Amur. Amur. That's wow. a good. That's a, that's a good mix. That's a good... Set. That's cool. It man. is, yeah. but... And so cool. Can you remember the last Apparently, time Amur, uh, Lim, like, dropped something? So Lim... Dropped something, I has been a while. Right. So Lim... Bisses... Bisses... Lamb Biscuit? Lamb Biscuit. Lamb Biscuit. Whatever is... <laughs> Fred Durst and Lamb of God. Okay. Lamb Biscuit. I, I will not Order pronounce... for the nookie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those of you that weren't paying attention, like there's definitely a Halloween show in New York City, but the Misfits reunion is now up to 11 shows. They actually just booked another uh, another shot in Las Vegas. That's wow. fucking cool, man. The Misfits reunion, awesome. That could be interesting. What I was gonna say is, uh, Slayer Slayer had actually just played Mansfield in Massachusetts, and the only reason I know that is because uh, yeah, they'll be back like two more times, like before their before their final world tour is over. But the only reason I know is because a buddy of mine works for the uh, vending company that they hire for their merchandise while they're playing, and he said the most frustrating part is when fans come up in the middle of the show to like buy sweatshirts and like T-shirts and stuff, like. Like you're gonna wait until their headlining song to to come back here and buy something. Right. Like, <laughs> so if you are not in the uh, obituary in a bath, we'll uh, actually be doing a uh, co-headlining tour. Interesting. Uh, Guar has announced a uh, Use Your Collusion tour with Sacred Reich and Toxic Holocaust. Uh, I believe we talked about going to this show. Alter Bridge Skillet announced co-headlining tour with Dirty Honey. So I've learned that Skillet's like a sneaky good band. I would love to see Skillet live. They're very pretty to look at. Yeah. Visually appealing. They look like our buddy Tom. He looks so much like Tom. I asked Crystal, I was like, so a buddy of ours. And he plays uh, my, bass. my good friend, Crystal, like her boyfriend looks exactly like, um, what's his name from Skillet? John, John something. It's so weird. I, so I asked him, like, do you date the lead singer to Skillet? She's think, like, no. I was like, well, I think Skillet's weird anyway. There's a uh, headlining tour that's actually touring, like, a lot of the uh, small clubs in the U.S. with Attila. And a uh, shout-out to um, the guys over at uh, Hollow Betrayal who will be playing the uh, show at the Whistler Palladium when they come around. Godsmack has a fall tour with Hailstorm and New Year's Day. Do you have to go to the bathroom? No. There's, oh. there's just one thing I'd like to throw out there. Okay. All these bands that are coming out with new tours and new songs and everything. Uh, I know we, we had a little bit of retrospect throwback to Slipknot and Korn, all these places, all these all these bands from way back in the day that released these awesome bangers. You know who just released a really good new song? Cold. You That's remember cool. the band Cold? Yes. Have you heard their new song "Without You"? I have, and this is my looking back I don't mean at me. To pee no, in your no, Cheerios. not crossfade. No, crossfade. Oh, that's crossfade. That's crossfade. That's crossfade. Sorry, I'm no. Fucking stupid. Cold was a stupid girl, stupid and girl. Uh, yeah. It. So they actually hated being recognized for that song, 
but if you if you go back like they had if you listen to their old school stuff this new song sounds damn near identical My to what issue, the original stuff they really I listen to it not trying to throw shade but from a drummer's point of view it is the same drum loop over the whole song that's me picking that out that's yeah. me being nitpicky and I was like cool are you gonna change it up and that's I mean that's me yeah not not trying to be I, I was know, just I was just trying to but like right on the coattails of all the all the new songs from all these old school bands <laughs> like people talk about these these bands that have been around forever that don't release anything new and then you talk about Korn and Killswitch and Slipknot, and we're like circa 1999 right now. And Cold came out, and we're like, you know what? We're going to do this too. Right. And I'm not saying it's their best work, but if you listen to that song, it is definitely just as heavy and hits just as hard as their original album. No, I and mean, I, I, it I'm not stays in the Cold genre, don't get me wrong. I'm, the, not, uh, I'm not sure changing them at all. It's just... Right. The last okay. U.S. tour that I would like to highlight... For this fall, Soulfly, Unearth, and Insight on uh, a U.S. Two of tour. The three. <laughs> Insight, I'm not sure. They're, Soulfly they're played good. down the, actually the street from us when we played in Austin. And yeah. for you Massachusetts or New England folks, I should say, 913 Providence, Rhode Island at the Beat Ballroom. Fudge yeah. I like Soulfly. They got a few. And then just to, just to highlight the one. Okay, I, I know I said that was the last one. In this moment, is actually going around say, with uh, motionless and white in New Year's Day. So it's called. So it's like a Halloween tour sort of. It's and like New the Year's mothers Day. of mothers of like terror or something like that. Yeah, and they just threw which, like motionless and white in there. Which just, I feel that they Raven feel Black should be totally in this lineup. And uh, New Year's Day, I'm. I'm, I'm I, I hate. Singer, you know, I don't me, like. Baby. I don't like but New Year's like, Day. I like her. They got that weird. They got that weird song where it's like. Are they the ones that do that weird song? It's like, take me up to my hotel room and just let me have my way with you? Kind that of a thing? I'm not sure. I can't deny. I think that's New Year's that. Day, but whatever. I don't I don't really like them. Christmas so, Eve, New Year's Day. I'm not going to. I was told, if I don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. New Year's Day, you suck. <laughs> well, he... Take me down to the paradise. Okay, I actually just saw this, and this is kind of This is actually kind of weird. I'm only fucking grass if it's going to be green. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's a festival. The headline Las Rages Festival, Rob Zombie and Bring Me the Horizon. Yes. Wow. Very strange, right? <coughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Demon Hunter announces an evening with. I love Demon Hunter. Hunter. I was. I Huge knew he was Demon gonna Hunter. say that. I was gonna bring them up, but I wanted him. I don't want to be wanna the bring first up the, person. I don't want to bring up the dual album that just released because no. it's kind of garbage. But anything before that, I'm, I'm okay. I'm with. telling you right now, anything with a female vocalist, lead singer, Anthony's like, you know Demon what? Demon Hunter is not a female vocalist. Yeah, not, but they've not, had not, not, even, not even a little. Not even a yeah, little. Well, he might sound. No, he's not. <laughs> I, though, those are actually the upcoming tours of note. Like, though, like so, there's some awesome shit out there. So, like, definitely. Uh, continuing with our with our forward in the world and our way way forward machine. Uh, I got a few albums that are going to be released um, in the future. Um, just kind of pulling out. For, I got a, I got a whole uh, Loudwire has a whole actually quote unquote calendar from this. Um, in the future, but uh, August 9th, which is coming up very soon, which I, I assume this episode will be out by then. Probably after then. August 9th? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be out. Um, I promise. We have Slipknot, We Are Not Your Kind should be out August 9th. 
Uh, let's see what else. Strung Out, which is a, it's a deep cut of mine. Uh, Songs of the Armor and Devotion will be out that day. Uh, August 16th, 2019. Atreyu will release the deluxe edition of In Our Wake, which I don't know. Uh, okay, not, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean the ugh. It's, it is what it is. Killswitch Engaged will release their Atonement album. Yep. Uh, Hammerfall will, will release uh, Dominion. Equilibrium will release Renegades. Uh, moving on to August 23rd, Crowbot will release Mother Brain, which better be a Metroid-based album. If not, I won't listen to it. Uh, let's see. That's pretty much it for, for August 23rd. August 30th, we have Tool to be announced. Maybe? Finally! Maybe not. Yeah, Wage War will release Pressure. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's a binky. <laughs> I know. Wait, hold on. While you do your thing, September I can do my thing. September 6th, uh, Sonoda Artica will release Tavio from Nuclear Blast, which seems to be very... Nuclear Blast <gasps> seems to be in everybody's There's a new Wage fingers. War single. There probably is. Oh, my God. Sleeping with Sirens will release How It Feels to Be Lost. It's actually four of them. Uh, September 13th, we have Alice Cooper, a Breadcrumbs EP, which would be semi-interesting. Cold. Cold, without uh, you. New the song. Things Great. We Can't Stop album will be released. Corn, The Nothing, will be released. Uh, let's see, Corn. I already said that. I'm sorry. Mike Patton and Jean-Claude Venier, Corpse Flower. <laughs> Wait. Could be interesting. Did you say... Jean Claude Venier. <laughs> Almost like I Van Damme. Like, I Almost feel like, like I was gonna say the the. I feel like Somebody the, the was, proper terminology yeah. would have been <laughs> Van Damme. Jean Claude Venier. Venier. <laughs> Probably. All right. I'm listening to this four song EP right now from the Wage War, and I'm getting a popsicle headache right now because like Bring Me the Horizons like keeps haunting me with their <laughs> crap releases. Okay, sorry. On that note, uh, Puddle of Mud. Wow, welcome, really? Right, yeah. Welcome to Galvania. I'm surprised that guy has, like, a throat anymore. I'm it's, surprised he hasn't been arrested fully. Well, he kind of has. <laughs> I mean, like, like, fully, like, still in jail forever. Yeah. Uh, betraying the Metars, which has the best... Here it, uh, let it let go Let it go. Ever. Let it uh, go. On the 13th Ooh. of September. September 20th, the Agonist were released Orphans. Okay. Which I'm kind of excited for. Blink-182, an album known as Nine from Columbia uh -oh. Records. I find it weird that they did the tour prior to setting Usually the album. Usually it's the other way around. Usually it's the other Now, I know the, the, like, it used to be you put the album, you right. tour to support the album. Right. Now it's like you need the album to support the tour. Right. It's, I, yeah. I feel like they're... <sighs> I think Blink-182 is I keep using this term. I, yeah, well, I keep using this term about bridging the gap, but I feel like they're trying to bridge the gap between like the old school way trying of doing things. Trying to find where we are, yeah. And then now where trying we are. Trying to make are, some like, goddamn money. Yeah. They, they went yeah, home. That's they true. Were oh, absolutely. Broke. That's true. <laughs> like, um, holy singing shit, songs our mortgage is to, how much? Yeah, right. Try, singing songs about trying to F a dog in the you know what can only get you so far, well, you know? They the have nose. to act. What? Nose? Sure. Right. Yeah, yes. Purple. Great. Seven. I'm uh, so mad swim. right now. I am so mad right now. I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> take him off. Take him off. <laughs> Continuing September 27th, we have Acid Rain, female fronted. Uh, the Age of Entitlement. 
I can guarantee have, you Anthony's going to be there strictly my, because yep. it's acid rain and nothing else. It has yep. nothing to do nope. with gender. Uh, I, actually, yeah. I actually didn't know like, Wage War had a female fronted. <laughs> That's not funny anymore. <laughs> um, so next up is Hell Yeah. Oh, man. Christ. They're turning into the new Five Finger Death Punch. They're which, just pumping them out, which, man. Mind I'm you, sorry. Which, mind you, this isn't going to have <coughs> Vinnie Paul in it. I've never been a big fan of Hell Yeah anyways. I never... They've never I, been my genre When they made the transition, I just couldn't... I couldn't jump onto it. Like, okay, no. I get Mudvayne. Like, like Mudvayne, Mudvayne. there was... Good. I had, like, three, four songs, like, straight-up rippers mm -hmm. from Mudvayne. I'd be like, you know what? I could put this on my... My, my music list forever for life I could listen to this and then when they changed the hell yeah I just especially I watching I their live performances and stuff I just I as couldn't do it as much respect that I have for Vinnie Paul it's I like, just couldn't do it I can't oh, I can't the respect they didn't like morph in the hell yeah like it was just the singer yeah pretty much it's just Mudvayne with not drugs yes but when you when you have just that just pick on you bro don't, don't think too far when it. you have that level of like hey we're Mudvayne and we hit these like Four or five iconic songs that metalheads can listen to. I can't. And they know exactly like, who we are and what we're about. The song before. Was and then you go the to Hell thing. Yeah, where you're wearing a cowboy hat and you're just the lead singer and you just changed over some crazy place. It just it doesn't morph well. I can't I can't get behind that, man. I've never been behind Hell no, Yeah. I ever. Ever. Uh, so moving on, we got Opeth with In Queda. Venenum? Venenum. Venenum? <laughs> it's like if you have a stutter in your... It's like when you venom. get bit by a rattlesnake and Voice. you stutter. <laughs> venom. I got bit by venom. What's the problem? I got venenum. <laughs> uh, Steel Panther. Heavy Metal Rules. Wow. Steel Panther's interesting. Steel Panther. They're keeping 80s metal alive. I was going to say, that, that takes it back a little bit. Like uh, Wednesday 13, Necrophase, which we actually got the pleasure of seeing, and they're, they're fantastic. <laughs> so, live, fantastic. <coughs> uh, October 4th, Halloween is releasing a DVD CDD called The United Live in Madrid, which, meh, is, is what it is. Uh, October 11th, Baby Metal is releasing Metal Galaxy. Are you aware of baby metal? No, I'm not. You should be. You should. I be. really don't want to be. Uh, which actually, along like I said earlier, Lacuna Coil is also October 11th. You need to ask you to open your mind there, Dave. Mm -hmm. So here's the problem. Take, right? take a little bit of baby metal. I've uh, I've kind of been realizing that that metal music is is a little bit of a, a plethora of pretty much anything uh -huh. because it's the redheaded stepchild of the music genre. Pretty much everywhere in the world, anybody thinks they can get away with anything, and they just kind of make their metal. own Baby versions metal is cool, of metal. Metal is the only genre that has subgenres. Right. But I feel like that's only because they don't get recognized. That's because I'm original, man. Right. But I it's got, like... I, I got a few more. Let me, let me just get through these last you, few. You guys... You, wait, hang hey, on. Hang sheesh, on. Sheesh. Wait, no, no. You can't, I'm shushing you. You can't tell me Dave. that if the end of Heartache came out, okay... Oh no, don't do it. My feelings are hurt. If the end of Heartache came out, and there's all these people standing up there getting awards, that it wouldn't be there. You can't tell me that. 2007, 2000, there's no way. There's no way that the end of Heartache and Kill Switch Engage and, and metal music in general would not make the top billboard. Everybody, that, that's the whole thing that projected Kill Switch and pretty much all these other bands into the metal scene. 
Right. So I, I just feel like, man. Avatar right. Baby Metal's House of Blues, by the way. Let's do it. So let me finish this. Last. I got <laughs> I got like five months left left here. Or three, anyway. <laughs> five months. Holy <laughs> shit. Three, anyway. So October 18th, we have Alter Bridge with Walk the Sky. Wow. Which I'm still, I didn't even realize they still did music. Because I was going to say, I haven't Miles heard that Kennedy's been with Slash since Thank whatever. you, Octane. Satellite uh, Radio. Necrocomicon. Eunice. Like from Gardner? What? No, that's... I'm sorry. That's I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of something completely different. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of uh, Necromantic. That's last week. <laughs> we don't talk about that. That's illegal. The, what's uh, my, what? October 25th. Motorhead has three... Oh, we have one box set and two re-releases. How do you, how do you play live as Motorhead? I don't... Uh, okay. Uh, November 1st, we have Blind Guardian, which I'm excited for because I'm a Blind Guardian fan. And November 29th, Cattle Decapitation. If you're into the death metal genre and you like decapitating of the cows. Death Atlas. is So that that's as far as this, this goes to. So those are the albums we have to look forward to. I feel like this is a good year for metal. I feel like there's a lot of comeback from the 90s. There's a lot of bands that are... Corn being one. I mean, you have Lacuna Coil. You have a lot of these bands that are coming back to the heavy side. They're realizing that, like, this, like, mainstream only works for some bands. And they're realizing, no, if we need to go back to what we started with, and it works. Yeah, what I what I like is like the bands that have been around for a long time that like started heavy, went soft, and are coming back to heavy. Now all the heavy bands are going soft. Mm-hmm. It's like what the? It's very strange. Like, what was I just listening to with strange. that Wage War crap? Holy shit! Holy macaroni! Already oh. stressed out, but that's okay. I'm not gonna crucify. ZD? ZD be holy macaroni? There's a hole in it, right? That's one hole. It'd be whole macaroni. All right, so we're like way above the clock on this one. But yes, wait, 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 though. I feel. However, like... what? Slipknot <laughs> led the way, man. Slipknot led the way. Sorry. Okay. Between Soulway Firth and everything else they released this year, like they they literally went way back, and they grabbed themselves by the cojones, and then told producers what they were gonna do, and they literally followed suit. Like there's no way that and recreated sulfur. Thank you guys. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but but it rips. Like I'd listen I'm just to that kidding. again. Like All right, that. let's talk about alcohol. Let's finish it off with some alcohol. Booze. So we did a, well, uh, half whiskey, two thirds whiskey. <laughs> that was for charity, everyone. Chair. Um, ah. <laughs> ah, I get it. It was a chair that hit him. That's yep. funny. Charity. <laughs> um, so I will start this because I have a buddy of mine that I work with actually recommended this whiskey to me. And it's called, you leave my asshole alone. It's called uh, Basil Hayden's, which is artfully flavored, not artificially flavored. Yeah, I was really worried <laughs> which, about it. I which read you it read it incorrectly. <laughs> it is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey using the same skill and care that made its favorite among America's frontier settlers. So if you've ever played like, you know, What's that? What's that old school game for the computer? The Oregon Trail. Same people that made this whiskey, <laughs> regardless of the amount of plague that you've gotten or your children have endured. 
This is the same people. You killed too many rabbits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't populate. You must get in too many Looney buffalo. Looney Tunes never existed with all the rabbits you killed. Oh, Lord. But, uh, Lord. so this actually, I, let's see, I've gone through Bird Dog was my most, semi-most risky whiskey, which I enjoyed for quite a while. But then when I was told about this, um, probably one of the smoothest whiskeys that I've tasted since my, my whiskey journey has begun. Um, good flavor, very drinkable. Again, it doesn't have that gnarly burn. It's very smooth. Like it, 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 it really does. flows very well. Yep. Um, still probably one of my top whiskeys. So thank you, Michael, for showing me this whiskey. So what's your rating? Honestly, still being my favorite whiskey so far, I'm going to give it a six. Boom. Out of six. Boom. Certified banana bread. Certified. That's a smash banana rating. This is where... Whatever. Stuff is going to get weird. I, too, am drinking whiskey and thoroughly enjoying it. That's yeah, we forget the beer. This is heavy stuff. metal over this six liters. Heavy <laughs> metal over a whiskey pack. <laughs> they don't set packs of whiskey. So, for those of you who don't know, the Irish no one descendants... Knows. You're actually telling them this. The Irish descendants of Jack Daniels actually created their new whiskey label out of Ireland. It's called Slane, S-L-A-N-E. Not to be these people slayed the Ninja Turtle yet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What these people did is That's they right took the oldest Jack Daniels casks and some virgin casks and the oldest Irish sherry casks they could find, and they distilled whiskey in all three casks. Then they blended them all together and distilled them again. This is one of the smoothest whiskeys I've ever had in my life for the price of... <gasps> Nine thousand. It's actually pretty good for the price. It is for twenty five dollars. I have never yeah. found usually, a smoother whiskey. Usually for twenty five dollars, like you're burning your esophagus. Yeah, like these like, people. My fucking rubbing alcohol. So these people started in 2015, and in 2018, last year was their first release. Okay. Now we're in 2019, and this stuff is still just as smooth as it was before. Oh, it's good. I drink literally it. drink nothing else. I've had Johnny Walker Blue. I've had 18 year old Jameson. Literally, nothing comes close to sling. It's that that vanilla mahogany whiskey flavor that's just smooth with no bite, and mm-hmm. it just all the way through. I love it. I would give this a seven out of six. Wow. I'm not even lying. I think it's a high. Well, I don't think you've ever. Charts. I don't think we've off ever gone the off the charts. Yet. All right. Nice job. I'm not drinking anything of note. I'm drinking. I'm drinking Miller Lights. F all <laughs> y'all. I'm on a diet. America. I'm on a diet. Uh, like, share, listen, repeat. If I uh, like what you hear, actually, actually, even if you don't like what you hear, go to, go to our Facebook <laughs> even page. If you don't like it, uh, go to. If you listen this long, I mean, there's either something wrong with you or you did like what you hear. So uh, go to the Facebook page and give us a like. Go to the Instagram page and give us a like at hmoa six pack. Email any feedback hmoa six pack at gmail dot com. Uh, suggestions, band submissions, like we will play your shit. And if uh, you actually want to talk to us, we'll do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know I haven't given all these credentials in a while, so I'm trying to go mentally over my, my list and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, like, share, listen, repeat. Thanks for joining. Peace. See ya. America. That is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time. <laughs>